Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me remind you that we are covered by the BitCot No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgeons thereof. You can learn more about that at bipcot.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. This is episode 67, which I think I titled Clapping Alien Booty or something in <laughs> the area of 51. Yeah. Clap that alien booty. Clapping yeah. alien booty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel weird saying it. Just yeah. It's because you're too nice, Jason. <laughs> well, what do they call that when, like, uh, that like whole theory, theory of like panspermia or some shit that they say that like life was seeded on Earth by like uh, asteroids, like bacteria was like you know pretty much uh, brought here by like space debris. Space sperm. That's. That's literally <laughs> well, that's a whole alien fucked a monkey theory. Yeah. <laughs> so ook means no. <laughs> well, I, I still subscribe to the whole idea that uh, you know the Sumerians talked about how they were genetically engineered by uh, it's like a slave race. But holy Stargate! Entirely yeah, possible. Right? We can we can go ask the birds. <laughs> <laughs> And I say, guy will be like, step away. <laughs> we, can, we can we can hack the birds, yeah. <laughs> the birds Holy shit. Up. That's what we should do. We should hack the birds and fucking like have them dive bomb fucking Area 51 before we fucking... Just coat all of the cameras gates. and bird shit. Yeah. It'd be like <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and shit. <laughs> as, 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 all the, as all the new Ruder Runners are coming at Area 51, we're mm. coming from a halo jump with the birds... <laughs> Holy shit, it all makes sense. Middle, though, in the middle of a big bird swarm. Hitchcock's Wait, fucking birds movie was a, really it was a tale about somebody that was a targeted individual by, by the state. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there something like that uh, tried did... in World War II, but with bats? Oh, probably. That, that actually worked. Um, the, uh, the United States uh, had this genius idea that what they were going to do is release... Um, thousands of bats uh, from these little clusters. Like, they'd take thousands of these little bats and they'd hook up little incendiary bombs to oh, them. Oh, shit. Uh, and, like, tie them to their legs and then put them in these little canisters and they'd fly over cities in Japan, release them, they'd come down, they'd open up midair, let all the bats out. Well, where are bats going to roost? They're going to roost in the eaves of houses. And what are all the houses in Japan in the 1940s made out of? They're all made out of paper and wood. So mm -hmm. then when these things go off, firestorm. Just burn, yeah, burn the fucking place down. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Freaking awesome. That yeah, is that's pretty such a cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's almost, that's, that's even like better than the sharks with lasers. Well, yeah. I, didn't the Navy like employ like dolphins and shit to do stuff? Yes, like, we lost like six uh, assassin dolphins or something. Yeah. With, it was uh, wild, dude. Uh, there was actually, there's actually an article um, two, three, or three or four weeks ago from fishermen in Finland that were complaining about this sperm whale that was harassing them while they were fishing. <laughs> and they got a picture of the sperm whale, and I swear to God, he's got a fucking harness on him. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, they, they, they think that it was, like, Russian-trained to, oh, wow. to harass the, the Finnish fishermen. A Russian-trained <laughs> <laughs> attack whale. That's fantastic. I yeah. 
That's almost more believable, believable than Russian collusion, though. Yes. It is more believable than Russian collusion. Vasily, release a pack whale. Vasily. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Release the sperm whale. Release oh. the sperm whale. <laughs> Honey, I know you have a, a, a breeder fetish, but keep it in your pants. It's emerging from a long cylindrical object. Comes <laughs> out of the front of the sub. <laughs> Vladimir, free, free Willy. <laughs> cold, cold, free Willy. Cold. <laughs> what, what was the um, Blackfish? That was the name of that documentary, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Operation Blackfish. <laughs> Derek is going to be so mad when she finds out what she missed. I know, right? You guys, you guys can see it. There's, there's the picture, and you can see a freaking harness on the sperm whale. <laughs> it really oh, is. It, it, that is, that is absolutely a harness on the sperm whale. What the that is fantastic. Did you yeah. guys hear about how? Um, what was it? I think Russia cut the fucking um, cable to like the internet in their country because like they. Um, they had a feeling that there was no, like they were trying to they, they were trying okay. to launch a. a Okay, uh, they did. They didn't cut it. That's oh, that. Cut it? That's the theory that um that Russian submarine that caught fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, the theory is that is that that was sent to cut the the, the international internet yeah, cable. Be, yeah, because somebody was saying that they were trying to like hit him with like a Stuxnet virus. Well, yeah, the the U.S. has admitted to trying to to oh, attacking yeah. to attacking Russia via the internet to take over some of their um. The power grid or something like that. They wanted to knock yep, out. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah, that's exactly what they were trying to do. And like, I think that China and Russia have been like creating their own kind of like isolated internet system within the country, so that it's like, you know, yeah. impenetrable from the outside. It's it's it, yeah, it's a, it's a mesh network. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Mm -hmm. Like when you get in like cyber warfare and shit like that, it's it's like on another level. There's a there's a book out there actually um, about that. Give me just a split second here, and I'll actually tell you what it's called. Like, um, like is Israel used Stuxnet on Iran and blew up one of their friggin' nuclear reactors. Oh, fantastic! Because you know how could that go badly? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead and blow up a nuclear yeah, reactor. You, I think that the, the U.S. recently tried to hack tried to hack Iran also. Oh yeah, they always are. Which is. Yeah. Totally an act of war. That's totally is. Sanctions are an act of war, and it's like people don't understand that. They think they're like, oh, I hit him, hit him with sanctions. Like, dude, you know that's not going to affect the government. It's going to like affect yeah. the average everyday person. That's like doesn't fucking hate Americans. Like, if you talk to the average Iranian, I bet you they'd be like, no, we just want to fucking get along. Like, we don't have any problem with you guys. It's the government. Well, it's, like, it's, yeah, never, don't forget. It's never the individuals. Yeah. yeah, don't forget there was the uh, the Iranian marathon runner who, um, after Americans were denied the ability to run in the marathon, ran the entire marathon with an American flag like a cape on nice. to let, yeah, solidarity with the Americans who were told no because he thought it was such bullshit. It's yeah. never the people yeah. who want war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, June 22nd of this year, U.S. launched cyber attack on Iranian uh, Iranian missiles and rockets. Holy shit! Yeah, the, yeah, and they got the S. They got the S three hundreds from like Russia, I think. The, uh, what is it, surface to surface to air missiles or whatever? Like pretty much defensive. Like they're not. 
So we are yeah. really pushing for World yeah. War Three here, is what oh, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, totally. Because well, if they get in a war with Iran, it's like it's going to drag Iran, or Iran, China, Russia, because they're kind of allied. And then, uh, you know, it's going to drag everybody else that's on our side into it. And, like, you know, Israel's going to sit in the background and be like, oh, sweet, you guys can fight my war for me. Yeah, Why have we been chomping we at the bit so bad to go to war against Russia? Because that's where it seems like yeah. that's the aim, is to go to war against Russia. Yeah, to, to catch Dirica up, Dirica, we, we went from <laughs> clapping in booty to Halo dropping into Area 51 to hacking birds, because as we know, birds aren't real, to talking about bombs to bats. To How Russian long ago did you guys go live? How long was I in the We covered a lot. No, it was like, like 10 minutes. Like 10 <laughs> minutes. Like we, went from, we went from that all the way around tonight, like when talking about hacking Iran now. Well, I went yeah. to the bathroom, and then I made myself a drink, but then I spilled Kahlua on my hands, so I had to oh, wash no. my hands again. Um, the dude and, does not abide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so the, the book um, that I was oh. talking about, it's by uh, Thomas Ridd and Mark Hecker for Prager Security International. It's called War 2.0, A Regular Warfare in the Information Age. Mm -hmm. um, it's really, really good, and it goes really in-depth into exactly what uh, cyber warfare looks like um, and what the weapons are. There's also um, another one. I that have no comment. Is, is that like yeah. Dennis Prager or like Prager University? Like yeah, um, yeah, yeah Prager, a, Prager total, Security. Um, it's one a total of the Zionist. Form. But it's it's really really good. It goes really yeah. in depth into it and oh, into sure. exactly what the tools that exist currently are. Um, that we're allowed to know about. Yeah, if memory serves, I think <laughs> these guys actually got in trouble for some of the information that was in the. Oh book. really? Um, <laughs> because they they uncovered a whole lot of stuff. They uh, another one that's a lot like it is called Army of None. Um, it's autonomous weapons in the future war. Holy shit! And that one's also a, really really a, good. That's I mean, a great can, idea. Can you imagine? I mean, war is bad enough when it's oh, yeah. people dying, but because like, at least people literally have a, a decision. Just, I mean, they might as well just see who can make the largest flaming pile of cash. Just whichever <laughs> country can bring as much money to this beach as possible and set it on fire. Whoever sets the most money on fire wins. Personally, I'm I all mean, for uh, rollerball. I think we should go to the ro the rollerball school of <laughs> settling disputes between nations. You just have one sport that everybody agrees on, and whoever wins, they're they're the winners. Yeah, right. MXC. You guys, you guys remember good old MXC? You guys remember good leaders of countries just like do a cage match to the death? No, you guys, you guys remember chess boxing? Like that's what we should bring back. Yeah. Like they would start a game of chess. And they would have like four moves, and then they would get up and do a round of boxing, and then have to go back to playing chess, and then do another round of boxing. <laughs> that is brilliant. And, and, yeah, and, it, it is. and it ended. And it ended when someone got knocked out or they were checkmated. No I shit. feel like every war should just be like a celebrity death match between the two leaders of the nation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, fucking... how this, that's how this year's uh, libertarian presidential debate is going to be. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. think it's important Epic. enough? You think it's important enough to kill over? Go ahead, then. You yeah. yourself. Don't fucking make us do it for you. Well, think yep. about think about you know Donald, if you look at uh, yeah. Donald Trump got a um, exception from the draft what four times? <laughs> I, I think sure. it was even more than that actually. I know well, it was at least four, but I think it might have been like five or six times that he. Actually Not that there's died. anything wrong with that. I encourage people to dodge the draft. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I do too. But like that, dodge it. That, like, yeah. he fought his way out of it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. He he bought his way out. Although during hey, the man, Vietnam you got, War, you got privilege like that when you got fucking money. Well, during well, everybody the Vietnam complained War, that Clinton dodged the war, and oh, yeah, he, he totally was did. in school in um, Britain. Well, because he was a Rhodes Scholar, he was like he was being groomed to be president. Yeah, he was right? in he Oxford was. at the time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's well. I mean, keep in mind there was the that college, that university. The uh, they called it flunk out you during the Vietnam War because you were exempted from the draft if you were enrolled in a bachelor's or higher degree yep. program. That's and, why my dad didn't get caught up in the first round of the draft because he was still in. He was doing OCS at Oregon State uh, at the time. Yeah, so, so you so you got out get drafted. He got commissioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had there. There was I want to say it was in Southern California. I could be wrong, but they called it Flunk Out U, and it was basically founded just so that they would have a couple of these programs, and they were like leisure studies, so you could get like a bachelor's in leisure studies and get out like of the draft. Van like fucking Van Wilder. Was <laughs> yeah, that was the only reason that it existed was just so that people would pay money so that they could get out of the draft, and that was it. Like they didn't actually have classes or courses. <laughs> Or actual homework, really, or anything. It was purely just so you could say you were enrolled in this the and get it. Provides. <laughs> yep, nice. it was it was awesome. I actually met a guy who had gone there at a, a conference a few years ago, and it was hilarious hearing him tell stories about how like their their classrooms had like kegs in them. And stuff. No shit. <laughs> like, nice. Just gave a fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. Jesus. <laughs> My dad uh, did Parsons, end up going just for Parsons the College. That yeah. that was that was the school Parsons College. It went bankrupt, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Imagine but, that. Well, but it served its purpose. Yeah. Yep. So. Like it was completely just so you didn't have to go to the draft. So you I mean it was like a for profit university and you know, right. purely just for profit. Mm-hmm. And it was just like pay us X amount of money and you don't have to go to the draft, man. So yeah. Well, it just proves how like brainwashed society is when they hear that somebody didn't pay their taxes or somebody dodged a draft. Like, oh, those are bad things. Right. right. <laughs> no. So. Yeah. How about we just kind of not perfect segue, but it's a good segue. Uh, this is. Uh, I read this op-ed today. It's 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 from four days ago. I read this op-ed today in the Military Times, and I just like I got angry when I read it. Um, and it's entitled, um, Would Lowering the Age of Recruitment Fix the Military's Recruiting Worries? No. <sighs> yeah. Uh, at the end of World War II, the Army had over 8 million service members. Today, the Army has fewer than 500 troops, and it's struggling to reach its recruiting goals. Of course, much of the disparity in these numbers can be attributed to the transition from mandatory service to an all-volunteer force, but are a growing military-civilian divide uh, and ineffective recruiting methods also to blame. Today, far less of the younger generation has a connection to military service. In 1955, 40% of those aged 16 to 24 had at least one parent who had served in the military. By 2016, that number has fallen to 15%, according to the Department of Defense. When the United States eliminated the draft in 1973 and transitioned to an all-volunteer force, leaders assumed that a combination of patriotism Stable beliefs and other factors will keep numbers up, but this hasn't been the case. In recent panel discussion of the crisis, Army Major General Malcolm Frost, the former commander of the Army's uh, initial military training command, proposed that, quote, the next essential threat we have is the inability to man our military. Well, let me just say this real quick. 
Um, first of all, they probably have more contact with people that have been in the military and seen actual warfare <laughs> than most people because a lot of the people from like our generation and whatnot like went and served yeah. in Iraq and Afghanistan and other places and well, saw that how how like bullshit it was and that we weren't actually fighting wars for like anything to serve and US these interests, are our let alone defending kids. our yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. and you got people that are like going into the military that have to be taught about fucking nine eleven. They weren't even alive yet. There, we right. we talked about it before. Like, there's an actual class at basic training that yeah. shows them video of nine eleven, teaches them about nine eleven. I so was ridiculous. nine weeks pregnant with Micah yeah. when nine eleven happened. Yeah, yeah. I was in Spanish and, class. And so he'll like, be it's like, oh, he'll hit his majority in April. We're gonna, brain, we're gonna brainwash you guys and like tell you what to believe about what happened on this day. So you'll go fight wars for us that don't even fucking aren't protecting your freedom. Actually, stealing your freedom while you're you know killing people for us. And we wouldn't and, want uh, you to to be suspicious about the official narrative of that particular oh, story. Yeah. So we got to yeah. make sure that you right. understand. Yeah. Jesus. Jason, yeah. does it, it, does it say in there uh, whether or not they're going to allow younger children to actually sign up, or is it just no, that they're no, going to talk this to is, kids? This, this is just just an op-ed. It's 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 it, it it's talking about the 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 press conference that they gave, really. So the um, other thing I wanted to say was that like the internet plays a huge fucking role. Yes, in, like, the, the absolutely. Recruiting deal because people are way more aware of like what's going on in the world now than like they were back in the day when they like you know just get fed a line of bullshit like you know oh yeah for you know uh, you know your people in the country and you know flag right. and all that great shit apple pie baseball you know and it's like now people know what the fuck's going on so it's not like it's yeah not, and these not as kids easy to grew up people. with social media they yeah, had exactly. access to combat veterans. Yep. On Twitter and Facebook and and, and even if yeah. they weren't seeking things out, people post stuff. So it's like they're gonna come in contact with something somewhere that's gonna open their eyes and be like, okay, like, right, like I see what's going on here. We're doing our job, you guys. We're winning. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Well, they, they. I think it was like the CIA or the uh, DOJ or not DOJ, the um, Department of Defense. What one of them said that like we're essentially in an information war, and have been. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're like, they're in a war for the minds of the people, like other country. Because it's like, if they can't keep us brainwashed, then it's like, you know, we're not subservient little slaves that serve their agenda. Well, right. why do you think that Facebook has to crack down so hard on alternative oh, yeah. media and all big this other news. stuff? They yeah. have to, yeah. They oh, it's show their, news. Yeah, they're showing their hand big time. Yeah, they have to crack down on it because as soon as people like us start disseminating things that don't follow the official state narrative, they have no choice but to try and shut us up. That's exactly. why they deplatformed Alex Jones, much of a nutcase as he is. That's yep. why they yeah. deplatformed him. They that's why they deplatformed the dozen or so other pages that they took down. And yet things like Occupy Democrats and a bunch of those other pages are still up because they'll follow the state narrative. They'll go oh, yeah. say exactly. Yeah, they're, they're pushing they the want. one angle of propaganda that they want out there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's good and bad propaganda. Like people well, just yeah. think propaganda is just you know it's bad altogether. It's like you know there's there's good forms of propaganda that get people mm -hmm. going in the right direction and thinking for themselves. So I don't like to call yeah. that propaganda though. I call that information. Like propaganda yeah. is when it's. When it's misinformation, when it's being spun to to make it into what it's in a not, sense to me, yeah. Well, <laughs> to I mean, me, that, that's, that's where that, I draw that's the, the line. That's the general consensus mind. on like what the term means. But like, I, I mean, I guess in terms of like information warfare, I guess you would say it's like um, 
Like sometimes, like you don't, it's not misleading people, but you kind of have to like sell it in a certain way, like through like, yeah. you know, humor or like, you know, uh, like right. certain like symbolism, things like, you know, like, 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 fucking, yeah, like, like clown world, like, you know how that whole took off, <laughs> whole thing took off. but it like, it, it, it encompasses like everything that's fucking going on and how society's gone pretty much like totally, you know, batshit crazy. Mm. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, they're talking about like lowering the, the recruiting age. Lowering the recruiting age to, to 15, 16 years old, right? Like these are these are 15, 16 year old kids that, according to them, can join the military. But you have to stay on the There's no way. Jason, yep. you know, right? kids at that age, they are not ready for that. Yeah, no, we, we not at all. We should have to college because kids are getting student loans that are too much that they'll never pay back. And they're highly influential, too. Like, you know what I mean? You can, like, you can steer a kid in whatever direction you want at that uh, yeah, age kind of thing. If you sell, oh, yeah, totally. Not that, well, not always. Like, hormones are at your peak. Yeah. Anger is at your peak. Testosterone is starting Aggression. to really kick in. Aggression, yeah. all that stuff. And you, and you start waving money in front of these kids. You yeah. start like, telling like, them, oh, yeah. Get pussy you want to talk a soldier, about too. Look at all this cool shit you can do. Blah 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 blah. Well, what? you want to talk about money though too. They also want to increase the enlistment bonus for infantry to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. A quarter million well, I, dollars. I bet they pay pay ICE, ISIS members probably more. Infantry than didn't so. used to get enlistment <laughs> bonuses, did they? No, they've always gotten bonuses because it's combat oh. critical MOS. Oh, yeah, okay. It's like, I it's like uh, um, so, like infantry, like hazardous work. <laughs> yeah, well, infantry, um, combat engineers, um, at, uh, artillery. There's a few others I think that are counted as combat critical. MLS. So, like, how many, how many young boys are there that age, 15, 16, living with a single mom who's really struggling and they really feel powerless to help? How many of them are gonna fucking reach out and grab that two hundred and fifty? A lot of them. Yeah. Shit. You because mean, now you, girls that, can be in infantry. That's, so that's there's what, girls that are gonna do it too. Yeah, but that's what yeah. they do. It's like almost an economic draft. That's why they keep certain yeah. parts that's, of the country destabilized and fucking impoverished because that's the recruiting uh, base. Part yeah. of this article actually says, "quote uh, Lowering the age of enlistment to sixteen could have an, could be another alternative for men. For one, many of the factions just calling older youth from joining." Like criminal records are not present in younger teens. Currently, of the seventy-five percent seventeen to twenty-four year olds that are not that are ineligible to serve, ten uh, percent are ineligible due to criminal records, according to the Department of Justice. It used to be you could enlist to have your criminal record expunged, yeah. right, or to get yeah. out of it. Where yeah. it was, uh, if you were like a <coughs> youth in the fifties, you know, either go yeah. into the army or go to jail. Like, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, according according to the DOJ, there are twice as many arrests. Of eighteen to twenty-year-olds, as there are of the arrest of fifteen to seventeen-year-olds, it's also oh. significantly cheaper to digitally target a younger audience. About thirty huh. percent cheaper for ages thirteen to sixteen than ages seventeen to twenty-four. Oh my god! Fifteen-year-olds show a greater prosperity towards military service than eighteen-year-olds. Twenty-three percent versus twelve. What are they going to sell it through kids' YouTube? Uh, you know, probably. No, uh, <laughs> probably. Uh, ESPN, right? They have um. Uh, they started showing the video game tournaments. Overwatch, mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. sponsored by the U.S. Army. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. 
And you know, I, 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 you know, if you're gonna do this, I could think of it. You could even, if they join up with that, you could have an early enlistment program where you teach them initially and give them these really cool knives with a special insignia on there. They had like a nice like motto like "Pardon <laughs> and honor" or something on the blade. I, I have the most <laughs> amazing yeah. idea ever, guys. We just start sponsoring Teletubbies with the U.S. Army, and then that way, when they're <laughs> in, it is psychological warfare. Could you imagine the Teletubbies and their their stomach screen is showing like teeth <laughs> from a, a missile cam? Well, they've <laughs> always they've always it's aimed like that burning kind of dress stuff dinner, at like something. Yeah. <laughs> always, always. I mean, there's like the fair stare. There's like yeah. there's like Paw Patrol, right? For to make kids want to be cops and shit. And, you know, I mean, they oh, yeah. they do this. They've got their propaganda fingers and everything our children can see. Yeah. Bob the Builder. But we've already seen a lot of that. I mean, that's a lot of that's been around for a long time. I mean, we were yeah. watching um, Andy Griffith, the Andy Griffith show the other day, and there was an episode where Opie gets really into um, Robin Hood and to try and and listen to 1950s sheriff uh, Andy Griffith trying mm-hmm. to justify how the uh, the sheriff of Nottingham wasn't necessarily a bad guy. And Robin Hood was the bad guy. Oh God! It, oh yeah, and it's. I love when commies twist that shit when they're like, "Oh yeah, you know they were redistributing the fucking wealth from the rich yeah, back to the poor." And I'm like, motherfucker! Taxes. Like they're they're taking their money back. Yeah. Like, but I mean, shit, that's like. <laughs> that's that attitude though, and like I I remember la- I like I laughed so hard at it at the time because I'm like, mm-hmm. listen to them try and justify how somehow the law was in the right. In Robin Hood. Yeah, it's yeah. so crazy, dude. People were really it's indoctrinated ridiculous. back then, though, and it was easier to indoctrinate people because it was like there was wait, maybe three three TV channels, if there were any at all. Well, and the compulsory education system was still shiny and new oh, yeah. for the most oh, yeah. part. And, oh, yeah. you know, and social kind of like... Well, there I was, mean, there was, a, there was a, a lot less availability of information also. There was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, they still riding that wave of nationalism from World War II. And yeah, we beat we beat fascism and so we're gonna <laughs> adopt right. fascism. Victory Garden today. Yeah. Um, was I gonna say the uh that was like that was like right before the, the education system kind of transitioned in the sixties because like before that they still taught like civics classes and it wasn't social studies yet. Right. Um, Social studies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, Frank Zappa said something about that, and even though it was like a statist comment, he was like, you know, it was like they intentionally taught people social studies in the '60s to get them away from understanding what was in the Constitution. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even know what a civics class is. It's about the inner workings of government, like the three branches of government, yeah. like the Constitution, oh. like how like everything operates, and like you know, it's pretty much like you know. Uh, yeah, government 101. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, It's the stuff that, you know, could have been actually useful to learn yeah. in school. Which is uh, why that I never got exposed to it ever. Exactly. That's why our generation, they stayed way away from it, was mm-hmm. because the last thing they want is for you to actually <laughs> understand it. <laughs> yeah, Look how you, that worked out. If you did, out, you'd understand how bad it is. We're not even bringing up the whole how the government treats the veterans. Oh, that's, right. yeah. Not only with the VA, but like, how many are homeless? 
right? And what's yeah. the, the suicide rate? Is, yeah, it's like suicide rate is twenty two a day. Twenty two yeah. a day. It's fucking sad, dude. Yeah. And you, you see them all the time on the side of the roads, holding their signs. They got their their they got some BDUs on, or they got a flag, or they're wearing a boonie cap. The government yeah, we, doesn't care about these people. And not only nope. that, but it's like, would you call that winning a fucking war? I wouldn't. No, I'm live. What's going on? Uh, I just came down here. Um, can I spend the night? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the same thing. Is I mean, we have the when I was homeless. The majority of people who were homeless, who were in the little homeless camp I was in, mm-hmm. were veterans. Oh yeah, um, totally. Yeah. Vast, vast majority. <coughs> I would well, say five percent of them were combat veterans. A lot of them have a hard time transitioning back into civilian life too, though, because it's like you know you deal with some shit like driving down the road in fucking Baghdad or someplace, and you like have IEDs going off. Well, like, you know, when you get back to the states, you're like you still have that like trauma. So you're like you see something on the side of the road, and you're like, oh fuck, like yep. yeah, you, know? you have to train yourself <laughs> to be willing to not swerve for garbage and roadkill on the side of the road. You have to retrain yourself to be willing to pick up things that you didn't set down. Because that's another really hard lesson that everybody learned was you don't pick things up that you didn't set down because they had this really nasty tendency to hide like live hand grenades in stuffed animals. And things yeah. leave them on the side of the road and on the sidewalk, so people pick them up and then kaboom. Yeah, my, wow. my brother, my brother was hurt in 2005 in Fallujah, and he still he still has nightmares. I mean, that was what 13, 14 years ago. I was watching yeah. this thing. This really fucking pissed me off, dude. There was fucking Israeli snipers in some of those areas. They were like picking off fucking U.S. soldiers, posing as <laughs> Iraqis. <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep the wheels on the military-industrial complex rolling. Yeah, it's fucking right. crazy, dude. I was like, unless, that's some serious deception right there. Unless, unless they're yeah. dead Americans to parade on TV, nobody's getting pissed off enough to actually want to go to war. Yep. You need yeah. to have dead Americans to get people to go to war. Well, you just enough dead Americans because they don't show them like they did during the Vietnam War because then they have a backlash on their fucking hands like they've never seen before. Yeah, I mean that's that's why they cut off fucking showing people the horrors of war from like the well, right, on. right. So they just give but, us like like a suggestive clip yeah, here and there, yeah. like, like a look at this flag draped coffin, like like legs uh, and bloody the boots. They won't. Or do you remember when we first went back to Afghanistan? Um, like my and my uncle got sent over to Kuwait and everything, and daily there was lists of names of who's died. And that was yeah, in two thousand in the early two thousands, right? But they were see, still giving us lists. Even even though a lot of people have there died was a, in these wars, uh, one there was one killed just just like two days ago in uh, in Afghanistan, a uh, Green Beret or <laughs> something like yeah. that. Usually it's like by security forces too. Like it's like them turning on Americans. Yeah, blue on blue. Green, yeah. yeah, it's you get a lot of blue on blue, and green on blue, um, and that's that's a lot of it, unfortunately, and. Yeah. It's not fog of war. <laughs> that that isn't the result of fog of war. That is that is something yeah, far it's, it's worse. It's not like straight up like people are lining up in a fucking battlefield and like you know who your enemy is. Yeah. So and then after all that you get home. But like the Vietnam yeah. War, like the, the, the death toll, the death toll like during a war like Vietnam or like World War Two, like there was on a scale that people can't even comprehend now. Like thousands, thousands of people have died in these wars. Like you know, like probably tens of thousands. But like, it was like millions died in the World War. Oh yeah, totally. And like Vietnam War, I think it was like over a hundred thousand people. 
or something or more than that. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, they would lot. do. It was a lot. They would do the readings at like high school football games of the list of the local Vietnam dead every Friday night. Mm-hmm. Like that's how many people were dying during Vietnam. So, so I like that's, I do love that Dixie and they'd use song. little kids like and send send little kids into like uh, camps and shit like you know strapped nope. dynamite or oh, whatever. Yellow ribbons. Don't forget yeah. your yellow ribbons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and remember that when we when we went into Iraq and Afghanistan, they did that again, where with the yellow ribbons. It's I don't think they yep. did it in one, but I definitely remember that being a thing in 03 when we went into Iraq. In I remember H- having one on my car. Yeah, everyone was rocking <laughs> the yellow ribbons and the yeah. American flags. Yeah, they had and the, uh, the the magnetic ones that you put on your car, and it said, uh, yep, that's uh, what I had. Support yep. your troops. Support the troops. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, all those wonderful vacuous platitudes. Yep. I still see yeah. him every once in a while around town. On well, cars. see, I, I literally did, like, in a sense, like, I didn't want these people going to fucking war because, like, I saw what it did to my dad and, like, you know, the alcoholism that he went through and, like, you know, mm-hmm. and all that stuff and, like, all the psychological damage and, like, yeah, he was a good person had a fucking good heart and, like, you know, to see somebody damaged from shit like that that you can never, like, you know, erase from your subconscious, it's, like, it's fucked up, man. Yeah. So, and then you get back. Yeah. And you get your home sold for two hundred and thirty-six dollar tax bill. Oh Jesus Christ! They, they actually like his house. Real was slap in the fucking face. Gonna be sold. Like his house was actually sold. Wow. So Jesus, uh, I'd be fucking uh, pissed, dude. Disabled military veteran Jim Boner. Bo- Boner. Yeah, Boner. B O E R N E R. Boner. Boner. Sorry, Jim. Boner. 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 Whatever. B O E R. Jim bought his buttercup yellow mobile home in Mesa, Arizona two years ago, hoping to live affordably into his old age. Borner, 49, was unable to work because of spinal and brain issues he suffered during a training exercise in 1991 in Kessler Air Force Base in Mississippi. On his limited income, Borner kept a cat named Samantha, fixes guitars found at garage sales, and brings flowers to widowed neighbors on Christmas, Easter, and Mother's Day. Aww. To save money, Borner said he applied to a Maricopa County program that reduces property taxes for people with disabilities and limited income. He thought he had been accepted. So when a strange knock on his door last month, claiming to have bought his home at auction for $236 in late taxes, Borner said he was floored. Quote, I said, what are you talking about? This has got to be wrong. Had I known I was in peril of losing my home, I would have paid it in full. Now Borner is fighting to save his home, knowing he could be forced to pack his things any day. Government officials have scrambled to find loopholes, but say they there may be nothing that it can do. The no owner, the new owner, said he won't negotiate and will begin eviction proceedings soon. What an asshole! Yeah, what the fuck? The new owner, what a fucking asshole! The new owner, the government. <coughs> I mean, for taxes, two hundred and thirty-six dollars in unpaid taxes. That, yeah, that's that's fucking horseshit. Like, what you can't yeah. set up like a payment program with the fucking guy instead of stealing his goddamn house. Well, he would. He even said he had the money to pay it in full. He could have easily just paid it had they if bothered to properly notify him that he owed it. He didn't. Oh, so even they did that, that shit like they did that shit like underhanded, fucking yeah. sneaky style. Yeah, yeah. Somebody wow. gave him the impression that he was accepted into that program. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the Maricopa County Inspector's office handles tax exemptions. Maricopa County. Okay, hold on, my screen just jumped. Wait, this um, is this is in Arizona. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is in Maricopa County. This is the same place that had Sheriff fucking Joe. 
Joe Arpaio. Yep. Yep. Good old, good old Joe. Um, fucking Trump pardoned that fucking dude. Yep. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, the office collects tax payments and issues delinquency notices. The county sheriff's office serves delinquent taxpayers with auction notices and conducts the sales. Quote, I've been getting a brick wall everywhere I turn, Boner said. Uh, Treasury Royce, or Treasurer Royce Flora, who has been trying to help, said it's understandable that taxpayers may feel lost. Quote, if we can't figure out how to get through the maze, how is he supposed to? Right. Treasurer believes it's outrageous that he faces eviction. Uh, if Boner had lived in a single-family home, he might not be on the verge of being kicked out. Single-family homeowners have five years to pay back taxes before closure. But because different rules apply to mobile homes, which are considered personal property, they can be auctioned as soon as tax payments are late. That is absurd. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They don't have to tell you that you owe the debt, but the moment that you don't pay the debt that you might not know that you owe, they can take your house. Also, how do they not tell you that your property is going up for auction? Yeah. For real, how do they not tell you? Like, I just. And then the fact that even the county, the the county, or like the the treasurer is like, oh, I don't, I don't even know, man. I don't even know what's going on. I yeah, no the, the, tre- the treasurer is like, I can't figure it out. So, oh, um, Jesus. So I mean, he, he said, uh, the problems began last year when a sheriff's deputy arrived to tell him he was late on his property taxes on his mobile home, and his mobile home could be sold at auction. He said he was confused, and he remembers filling out paperwork in 2017, soon after he bought the home, to apply for property tax exemption and received receiving a postcard confirming his acceptance. After the deputy's visit, he, he said he sent another application to the extension's office and received another postcard. Uh, he said he called the sheriff's department officer last year and learned that his home was not scheduled for auction. He figured things were cleared up. The tax assessors told the Arizona Republic it does not, um, and it, it cannot, it, it did not confirm the property tax exemptions. But they are searching through thoroughly. The office found no record of implying for exemption in 2017 or 2018. Although the office keeps all office related documents, including incomplete and rejected applications. That sounds like dealing with the VA. You know, yeah, how many right? times they Seriously. lost my fucking paperwork. Yeah. Or they oh, send you sorry, in like a fucking. They send you in a circle. Go see this You're, doctor, yeah. and this doctor goes tells you go see this doctor. Well, I that mean, just like just the disability the people at the VA, uh, you know, the, like the yeah. Board of Veterans Appeals and stuff, because I had to go in front of them in D.C. But yeah, I I was with my dad when he had dealt with them a lot. He'd fucking mm. leave like pissed off pretty much every yeah. time. Uh, the sheriff's employee then told Banner he owed six hundred forty-one dollars in total. Of that, four hundred and five was due last year. The employee said. Uh, he made the payment online. He said, "Remembered he only remembered the four hundred and five. That's what was paid. It wasn't enough. The home was sold at auction uh, a week later for forty four hundred bucks." Yeah, he Jesus. was told all he needed to pay was four hundred and change. Uh-huh. So he paid it. So they told him the wrong amount, and told him he was accepted to be exempt as it was. And he then, was told twice he was exempted. Yeah, and then all of a sudden somehow lost all of the paperwork, which is why, again, people, this is why you save every piece of mail from the government you get. Yes. All of it. Save uh, it. Because if he could produce and that easily and be send, like... And you send everything that you're sending them certified return receipt requested. So yep, he... Uh, 
Vacuum said that the, they the do. new owner, the guy that bought it for forty-four hundred bucks, uh, his name is Lester Payne. He purchased the home under a business called Advanced Dynamic Energy Limited. Um, he said that Payne offered to sell it back for him, uh, sell it back to him at, for thirty thousand dollars, which is nearly as much as he originally spent on the home in the first place. Jesus and Christ! What a price. fucking dick! Right? What a dick! So God. this is one of those instances where we should probably reference uh, the whole Bundy thing and like maybe get a whole bunch of armed veterans together to remind that piece of shit. Yeah, right. That you can't just pull this bullshit. Even if the government tells you you can, it's not fucking okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <sighs> just like, how about a little bit of fucking human decency? Yeah. What would I do if that were me? I'd be like, okay, set up a GoFundMe. If- I mean, I'd like to get back what I paid for it because if I'm not going to own it, you know, I'm out 4400 But set up a GoFundMe. I'll give you all the time you need to raise that, you know, right, get your exactly. story out there. Yeah. So I just need my investment back. But, yeah, what this guy needs to do is he really needs to sue someone <laughs> Yeah. Uh, over the fact that the paperwork was all fucked up and it's not necessarily yeah. his fault and basically get the get a court to annul the sale and say that it was null and void that the state never actually had the right to sell it in the first place. Right, exactly. And then the state should be forced at that point to return that guy's money. Oh, I yeah. don't give a shit if that guy gets his money back at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel any Fuck sympathy him. for him. I don't. I mean, I hope he loses cool, it and then dies of rectal cancer slowly. <laughs> and well, as much as I don't think he deserves it, I think it's still one of those. I just there, there it, are options. Shitty. There are options. Nineteen fifty-two. Look up the name Elizabeth Stevens. Um, she was a widow who was about to lose her home due to unpaid taxes. The sheriff came out to evict her. And the other people in the area beat up the sheriff. Fucking a. Threatened to arrest. Yeah, the that's sheriff. how you do it. I'm just just saying. There's there's options. It's a really, really yeah. like when uh, what was it that fucking uh, town in Georgia where they were trying to like fix the election or some shit yep, like that. And like, the people... and a group of returned veterans took yeah. over yep. and occupied the uh, the polling place and yep. held everyone hostage that was there over it. That's that's what the Second Amendment is there for. I know. That's yeah. why America still has fucking Shit. balls. Yeah. They've been trying to drill that out of us fucking generation after generation. There you go. There's that's, that's, that's the American spirit that unites us Civil all. Civil disobedience. The fucking, exactly. there's, there's, a picture, there's a picture of farmers telling the sheriff to fuck off. Yep. That is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Love it. There's, But I mean, like in this instance, especially... There's a, there's a deputy on the ground getting punched. Nice. <laughs> See, but in this instance, especially, that's the picture of the the sheriff on the ground getting arrested by the farmers. Yep, and nice. that sign it doesn't nice. show up very well, but that sign says this uh, property is not available for reconstruction. Uh, this is exempt awesome. property from seizure. This is a widow's homestead. Right. Yeah, oh, and that's. Hey. I mean, especially in this case, though, this guy was a brother in freaking arms. Mm-hmm. Step up and do yeah. something, brother. Yeah, well, you never know. Now that it's in the news, that, right. that Mesa, might happen. Mesa is close to Area 51. Just throwing yeah, out. Just as, long as, <laughs> as long as a million people are going to be there, why don't you guys swing by and make sure yeah, that... Uh, and do we, something actually useful with all your yeah. fucking energy. Just say, like, like you can... You can Use like, that alien tech. You can, you can show up. <laughs> 
you can show up like September 17th, right? The 18th, you hit Mesa. The 19th, you hit Tucson and Free Ross. The 20th, you go hit Area 51. Boom. And yeah. Up. And then the 21st, yeah. Boogaloo kicks off. Woohoo! Yeah. You're assuming anybody's alive after that. <laughs> yeah, the run that you, I, I hate to break it to these guys, but you cannot Naruto run. That is not a thing <laughs> yeah. that you are capable of actually doing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I laugh. I'm pretty it. sure there's landmines there too. There are. Uh-huh. There's, there's landmines. There's enough sensors in that section of desert at Groom Lake to that if a groundhog nests in that desert, they know that it's there and where yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Will not get anywhere near Groom Lake. It's not going to happen. They will kill you. Yeah. If They'll kill everybody if they have to. Yeah. <laughs> and don't think that they can't because yeah. they can't. Yeah. They can't kill all of us. Um, have you ever yes, seen they can. what a 3,900 round per minute 30 millimeter cannon does to a person? Yeah, exactly. yeah they kill like all 977,000 on the Yeah, it's a lot of people. But... <laughs> and it will be Imagine such if a it really happens, you know? Like, that would be so insane. Well, it... what's funny is I can already picture the news day after. Going, there was this horrible tragedy out on this area. Well, the United this States Air Force has already threatened everybody going. They've already threatened you issued a yes, veil. Yeah, the, the feds, the feds said, "Don't fucking try it." Don't they're like, yeah, yeah don't. Try it. Like, yeah, haha, very funny. But if you seriously, if you try, we're gonna send attack planes and we're gonna kill you all. Yeah, like, oh yeah, that was, totally. That was what they they <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I mean, if you want to die in the middle of the, the middle of the desert for absolutely nothing, I guess more power to you. But uh, like, some people that, will see this not that's being my for thing. absolutely like, nothing, though. Like, they're gonna think of themselves as martyrs, like getting this whole thing kicked well, off. Okay, like let, let's jump to the logic for a second, right? Like we, we like the government tells us, oh, or the the government told us that, you know, Fort Knox is full of gold, blah, 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 that's where we keep the, the gold yeah. reserves. We all oh, know shit. that Fort Knox is empty, right? Yeah. yeah. Area 51, that's where they keep oh, the They were holding tech. a lot of drugs there, actually. No, Area 51 is not full of alien tech, right? No. The gover- if everybody believes that Area 51 is full of alien tech, the government would not keep alien tech in Area 51. Right. It's a sli- sleight of hand. Like, they let Area 51 be known as the as the the alien tech area, the, the the big scary blah 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 blah. And meanwhile, there's a grain silo, like an underground grain. But in silo Kansas or something, yeah. North Dakota. If mm-hmm. yeah, and Groom Lake has been used for years and years and years to test spy planes. It's where the SR seventy one was developed. Yeah, SR seventy one. Yeah, the F one seventeen A was developed there. There's a bunch of stealth tech gets developed there. That's what gets done. Which means right. that if you're a whole bunch of people trying to storm it, you are in pe- you are in peril of jeopardizing classified development of military technology. You really they're not going to let just going to let you run in there. It's well, literally guys, a bombing range. Yeah, you, think, you guys ever yeah, heard of literally uh, like you you think you're going to go in and bust open the alien archives? What you're really storming isn't a huge fucking military R and D ground. It's it's part. That's it's linked, not a good idea. It's linked to two air force bases on either end. There's Nellis on one end and Andrews on the other. Yeah. There's yeah, there are I've two major, like you're you're in the largest bombing run area on planet Earth. Wait, you, not Andrews. Andrews is over not, here. Edwards. Edwards. Ed, or Edwards. Sorry, yeah, Edwards. So it's Nellis and Edwards that it's smack. Oh. 
it's what do you think is going to happen when you go out there to an area where they're already trained to drop bombs specifically on that area? Well, and, yeah. and talking from experience, just talking to technicians for the company I work for that happened to do work on Nellis, um, I mean, you can hear the planes going over constantly. You don't think that they can't divert some of those to go bomb a place? Come on. They don't even have to divert them. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's their training ground and stuff. Yeah, they're and, already going there. They'll just... Yeah, they'll it, exactly. But I'm saying, like, they're already up and running and ready to go. There's no yeah. prep given, time needed. And given, given the physical capabilities of the average millennial... They're not running anywhere. Yeah. No. Let alone Naruto running. Can you imagine? Like they're gonna go to Del Taco and then try to run from Del Taco to the Air Force Base. Can mm -hmm. you no, like it, really picture they will make it a quarter of a mile? Yeah, picture the Mad Max style convoy across the desert with the dust cloud behind it, but it's all <laughs> yes. <Astros shooters>. like, <laughs> Jesus. That'd be epic, man. It's fucking amazing. I just want to be there to film it. Rascaling. Oh, that whole new level of Lord Humongous at that point. That's... Well, also, I, I don't even understand how they think this is work anyway, because the date they have planned is widely known. Guess yeah. what's going to yeah. be on standby anyway? Yeah, they'll already have <coughs> birds in the air waiting yep. for you. They'll already have vehicles waiting for you. And they'll have a nice, convenient outdoor in the middle of the desert sun holding area to put you all in if you survive. Right. So, <laughs> Yeah, you're going to pretty much spend life in prison probably. Yeah. If, you, if you're caught alive. Well, life in prison is about, what, two days out in that sun? Tops? Huh. It's yeah. not. I, in that sun at Groom Lake, it's like 12 and a half hours without water and you're dead. Well, yeah. Well, Pretty right. Much. But at max two days. Okay. So the, the average, the average temperature for, for Las Vegas, which is the nearest major city uh, for the month of September is 86 degrees. Right. So 86 degrees in the desert is. It's, it, it's, it's not, it's not as bad because it's dry heat, but it's still bad. <laughs> well, as That's one of my problem, technicians have told heat. me, yeah. so is your oven. Yeah, uh, it's, well, the UV index is like a ten out of ten. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, so, it's, like 12, it's like twelve out of ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna look like bacon in an, in a very short <laughs> order, and it's no, this just isn't gonna work. Oh God, you bunch of idiots! But Stay the date old. that they chose that is Kevin's birthday, so I kind of hope they try something. Oh, right? Kevin! You know, Kevin mm -hmm. would love to watch the live show. Yes, he would. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of the uh, TR-3B? It's a supposed uh, anti-gravity aircraft. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. It's like supposed to be like classified or whatever, but they use like a... It's like a... It's hollow in the middle, and they use like a magnetic levitation. With uh, they spin like mercury in a fucking like almost like a centrifuge that goes around in a ring, huh? And because of the um, like magnetic uh, f like fucking field that it creates around the vehicle, it like it like can just like hover in the air, like and still like you know. Like I fucking, saw much like, like a uh, science expo, like a small mock up of something like that, like a video yeah. Well, if, from you, a if, if you Google expo. it, it's on military.com. 
Right. And there was, so there was, he had the little like flying saucer shaped thing and he could like tilt it sideways and let go and it would stay just like that and he could move it around and like yeah, send it yeah, in a circle and stuff. All right, Slink, Slink, you just said, which one of y'all said dry heat? You should be kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dan. That was Dan. Dan. Yep. That was me. And then we bring got a, uh, bring it queer. We got <laughs> Dread Roberts. Dread Roberts said, uh, definitely take care of Brailsford while you're down in Mesa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got an article on him too. Just um, we'll bring that up. Yeah, yeah. But this yeah. is the gist of it. Is this is one of those instances where a Bundy style standoff needs to happen and is again mm-hmm. completely justified. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doesn't mean you have to be violent, but enough of you show up, you know, with arms and ready and just stand there. What can they fucking do? Mm-hmm. You know? So. That's a good use of the they can't take us all. Yeah, they can't take a, take on all of us. Yeah. I mean, technically they still could, but in this instance, they wouldn't. I mean, look, right. at, look at what happened with the Bundy Ranch. They stood down because they had that many weapons pointed at them, there was uh-huh. just no way. And they were in a fatal funnel. I mean, it was beautiful. It was beautifully set up. It uh, was. <laughs> that was going to be a massacre if they'd gone for it. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. I mean, and they will. They will back Stand, down and get enough people together. Did EJ up on the frigate overpass with the AK between the Jersey barriers? That yep. is, I, I want to yep. host yep. it. That's like iconic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about Bundy later, also. But um, yep. he said um, uh, he mentioned Brailsford. If you guys, Philip Brailsford, that's a name you guys should know. He's the officer that shot uh, Daniel Shaver, or yeah, Daniel Shaver down there, and, and he's the dude that looks like the douchebag, and he's got like tattoos yeah. and shit. That douchebag. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and he so he shot the guy that was just trying to pull up his pants in the. In the hallway yes. of the hotel. Um, yeah, he uh, uh, police officer was charged with murder for shooting an unarmed man in a hotel hallway. He was rehired temporarily so he could collect a pension. Um, he killed yeah. Daniel Shaver at the La, uh, uh, the La Quinta Hotel in Arizona, 2016. Um, the rehiring allowed him to apply for a disability pension on the basis of a medical retirement and a reversal of his firing by the department after the shooting. He will receive a lifetime pension of around thirty thousand dollars a year. So, so he's getting twenty five hundred dollars a month because of he has PTSD from freaking because murdering. murdering now he has enough. You know, I mean, he could he could live on that if he lives frugally, you know, in the right mm-hmm. place. So he never has to work again because he killed yeah, somebody um, with no fucking yeah. reason. Police were called to a hotel in January 2016 following a complaint because about a man with a rifle. Because he's upset because he murdered a... Yeah. Uh, police were called to a hotel in January 2016 following a complaint about a man with a rifle in one of the rooms. Mr. Shaver, 26, had been showing a legal pellet gun that he used as a, used in his job as pest control to a woman in the room with him. Body camera footage begins with a confrontation between Mr. Brailsford, other officers, and Mr. Shaver and the woman. Mr. Shaver complies with a series of confusing commands from the responding officers, putting his hands up and laying down on the ground. They threaten to kill him multiple times for not complying with their orders. Uh, quote, if you move, we're going to consider that a threat, and we're going to deal with it, and you may not survive it, one officer says. <sighs> Mr. Brailsford. 
Uh, yeah, threaten to kill him before killing him. That's yeah, what right? spawned all the Simon Says uh, memes. Yeah, Brazeford, who was carrying an AR-15 with the phrase, you're fucked etched on the... Um, said you're fucked on the, um, the, the dust cover. Right. Yeah, he was charged for murder, uh, fired from his job, um, and uh, he was acquitted November 2016 after a six-week trial and reckless manslaughter. Jesus. So, yeah, he has... He told his lawyer, lawyer that he has PTSD stemmed from the shooting incident and the criminal prosecution. Fucking, you should. Oh, I that's, murdered that's someone and then I got in trouble for it. Yeah, that's nature's punishment. Yeah. Deal with it, fucking asshole. Jesus. I mean, he, he literally murdered a man who was sobbing openly with his hands in the air. He shot and killed him. Yep. And now he gets rehired so to that, get so, a pension and be taken care of for life because he's so upset <clears throat> over the fact that he murdered someone. No, that it sounds like it's yeah. not even that he's upset that he murdered someone, it's that he's upset that he got in trouble for murdering someone. The pro- yeah, the, I'm sure the, the PTSD pro- is yeah. from the fucking public, you know. How do you sleep at night though? You yeah, know? I know. Like, yeah. how can you be that big of a piece of shit and just like, you know, sleep hey, all, family? Not, none of the cops that beat Kelly Thomas to death went on went on disability for PTSD. Just, just yeah. that's fucking ridiculous. That's just like the, the, cop the, psycho, who, uh, the psychopaths, dude. Yeah, the the cop who shot uh, Tamir Rice. He he's not on any kind of PTSD disability crap. The guy who the cops that killed Eric Garner. Yeah, the, the guy who choked Eric Garner to death, he's not on PTSD or anything. So what like what makes you so special, you big fucking pussy? Right. That tells me he shouldn't have had a fucking badge in the first place. Yeah, we already knew that though. None of them should. That's, well, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I think the fact that he murdered a crying guy in the hallway for Is not playing time and Like Ben Stone has a really, really good episode of his podcast about the, the the Barney Fife mentality that most police have, and that you know Bar- Barney Fife. There's Andy Griffith, which is which represents the the quote unquote good cops, yep. right? Those are the cops who got those are the cops that just want to help people and follow the rules of blah blah blah. And then there's the Barney Fife, which are the ego egomaniac, the narcissist, the oh, yeah. the the always the with the badge. They're like power driven oh, maniacs. Right. This was the same. This was a fucking Barney Fife cop. Oh, you can tell by yeah. looking his eyes. Well, like, you just tell it, dude. That dude is like a like a fucking power trip. Oh, he's a, piece of he's shit. a punk. He's yeah, absolutely total punk. punk. Yeah, yeah. He's the kind of guy that the moment that you don't like agree with him in a bar somewhere, he's gonna puff out his chest and get in your face and then get his jaw yeah. broken. Game. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you, he's those people that you have a conversation with, and he leads with, "Well, as a police officer, I think or I believe." Yeah. Go fucking yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> I got no time for that. I mean, bullshit. they're the kind of guys that get recruited young, just like yeah, we were just yeah. talking about. They get recruited young, and they're taught to use their aggression rather than deal with it and get rid of it. They're taught to use it and escalate it from yeah. a young age. a tool, and that's all they know. Yeah, this is the standing army the founding fathers warned us about. Absolutely, exactly. Fucking posse commentators. Once again, mm-hmm. you got to ask, does he have a wife and has somebody done a wellness check? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he beats the yeah. out of her. I love, 
I love when you make comments like that, Pumpkin. <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, I wish you could use red flag laws against cops. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Maybe yeah, that, you know? maybe the Area tables. 51 guys should do that. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, take them out. Roam the country, you know. disarming police officers. Yeah, that would do more good. Well, I mean, they're you like know. they are like mo most of them are like if you're mentally unstable, you kill somebody on the fucking job, like any other profession. Um, like, don't you get like uh, go to jail or get reprimanded or some fucking well, shit? That, like, that's another thing too. Is if if you are like, and they talk about that in concealed carry classes and in a lot of stuff. Uh, for self-defense shooting, we, we always talk about the fact that you do not want stuff like you're fucked or die or anything like that on your weapon because the prosecution will use that against you to prove premeditation that you were oh, looking absolutely. To to as, as, as a civilian, as a civilian, if you shoot somebody as a, as a civilian, 99.9999% of the time you're going to end up in pair of handcuffs. Oh, it may absolutely. just be temporary. Yep. It may just be temporary, but you're going to end up in fucking handcuffs. Yeah, even if and you'll have to prove that shoot. you were defending your own life yeah. or the life of someone else. Mm -hmm. Unless, like, well, or that you had a reason reason to believe that your life was in danger. Like, like, literally, Shit, like, even people that fucking no, shoot like, home invaders get arrested now. Self, yeah. self, self defense shootings are so common that there's an actual branch of insurance that you can buy. Uh, if you carry a firearm, and I absolutely freaking recommend it, called Carry USCCA. Shield. Uh, and, what is it? Uh, called Carry Shield. Okay. Yeah, uh, USCCA, I think is what Andrew just said, but yeah. yeah. Um, and it will, uh, if, if you if you carry a gun, you have this insurance, and you, if you have to use your gun, they will pay, it's like up to a million dollars in legal fees. Oh, shit. Uh, protect you. Uh, and and uh, if, yeah. That's yeah, worth well, it. USCCA is nice because not only will they pay legal fees, but they have their own lawyers on yeah, staff. Oh, they're probably fucking, yeah, they're probably in these cases. Yeah, so they so they actually will bring in a team. So when you show up, you will have a team of attorneys there to defend you for to you protect to the insurance company's investment. That's the market. Right. Everybody fucking wins. Exactly, yep. and that's and that's what you have to have. As a regular person defending yourself, that is what you have to have. But a cop who on camera shoots someone who is not a threat with a gun that says you're fucked on it, he gets a pension. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because it, because it made him sad. And he was so yeah. upset about being turned into a punk in the public eye. Yeah. But we all know that that shiny piece of metal gives you extra rights. Oh, I hope everyone, that shiny. Everyone around him in his life for the rest of his life either calls him Squeak or Little Bitch. For <laughs> like, just fuck you, Squeak. Yeah, you little bitch. Just <laughs> around here, punk is the worst thing you can be. That, 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 that describes him perfectly, though, because you could look at them fucking dude, and you could tell he's a total punk. Yep. Yeah. Not a not a good punk either. No, no. What you know, we used to like call a, them, like yeah. <laughs> back in the day, yeah. like yeah. little um, little squirrely piece sh of shit. shithead. Yeah, exactly. Little yeah. shithead. You want to fucking mash his head into the fucking wall? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> transition. <laughs> transition to something lighter before we all get really angry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Federal yeah. appeals <laughs> rules against bikini baristas. Uh, All right, I'm not getting less angry. Yeah, I was gonna say we're not getting less angry over there. Yeah, right. that's not helping. Um, 
the, the bikini barista may have to start wearing more clothes due to a federal appeals court ruling. The government in Everett, located about 30 miles north of Seattle, has complained for years that female employees of local drive through coffee stands were serving drinks while wearing bikinis and other forms of revealing clothing. The city passed two yeah. ordinances in 2017 to address the issue. One ordinance created a dress code for employees of, quote, quick service facilities that required employees to wear at least a tank top and shorts. The other ordinance uh, expanded the city's definition of lewd conduct to include public display of specific parts of the body. Hey, <sighs> a bikini could be considered a tank top and shorts. Exactly. Absolutely. The owner of One Stand Hillbilly Hotties. I like that name. I have a bar. I'm telling you. All right. The owner of One Stand Hillbilly Hotties and some baristas sued, saying the new ordinance violated the baristas' first and 14th Amendment. Wow. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Court Judge uh, Marsha Peckman initially ruled in late 2017 in the coffee chain's favor, saying the city ordinances were too vague and arbitrary. The ordinances were suspended while the matter worked its way through the judicial system. The federal appeal court Wednesday, this is a week and a half ago, uh, that the women may have to cover up after all. The new ruling from a three-judge panel of the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals vacated Peter's injunction oh, and courts. Quote, the panel concluded that the vagueness doctrine did not warrant an injunction prohibiting enforcement of the dress code ordinance. The panel concluded that the, mo that the mode of dress at issue in this case was not sufficiently communicative to merit First Amendment protection. Hmm. So they literally just said, you don't have a First Amendment because we don't agree that the law violates First Amendment. A circular reasoning. Yeah. Well, government, so. <sighs> yeah, but like, um, as, as to the say? loot conduct ordinance, the appeals court said it was not vague, but was, quote, uh, uh, ascertainable that a person of ordinary intelligence. The panel was composed of U.S. Circuit Judges Sandra Ilku, Morgan Christian, and U.S. Judge Jennifer Chloe Groves. Appeal of popularity, then. Oh, well, anybody can see that. Like, everybody would agree. It's, uh... It's so like, their argument is that they weren't expressing themselves enough. So what did they have to like completely be topless for first amendment protection? <laughs> yeah. And scream uh, feminism. They probably need some kind of like political they write, catchphrase like, if, printed yeah. on their bikinis. Or if they write like slut, uh, slut on their chest perfect. and lipstick and like, nope, you know, perfect. like say they, they're they like radical topless. feminists. You go yeah. topless and you write recall whatever the Everett city manager's name is. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there you go. First Amendment protection, right there. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Done. Or yep. write hashtag free the nipple on their fucking chest or something. Yeah. So I'm just get away with it all the time. I'm fully in support of. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> free the nipple. Yes. Pray for boobies. Yep. Well, You're I welcome. mean, <laughs> you guys get to show your nipples. There's like no reason that we can't. I have nice nipples though. So don't even go there. Hey, I have nice nipples too, damn it. Or I did before I nursed all my kids. I'm not saying Aww. I'd ever show anybody mine because, you know, they've got some fucking mileage on them at this point in my life. <laughs> but, because Erica is a good uh, fucking mileage. 
I'm just saying. Thank I mean, you, Derica, because like, now I want to see yours. Like, I, come on. Well, maybe in the after show. But, okay. Um, <laughs> no, like I spent almost 10 years of my life nursing babies, so I don't care about showing my own. It was worthwhile, though. You know, It was. It your was. Kids, but nobody kids should are big get in trouble. Now. Nobody should get in trouble right. for showing it. It's yeah. retarded. The, the, the line, quote, uh, the panel concluded that the mode of dress at issue in this case was not sufficiently commutative to merit First Amendment protection. Like, I didn't know that there was limits, like, the whole, like, the free speech thing. Yeah, like, I feel like that's... that's it's a protest of, against... All I had to say was it was in protest to societal standards. You know, it's counterculture protest or whatever. But... Yeah, well, it's made political, it's usually uh, covered. But like, I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird. Uh, it's like a total gray area and shit like that. Yeah. But it, I think it. I, I don't think it, it's one of those things that should be like not protected because it's like, I don't know. It's a, it's self-expression to a certain degree. So. Well, yeah. and it's, it's uh, not even like something. The only thing that like aren't protected with like first amendment, like you know, fucking like making one's life or, oh, you know, causing like uh, you know. Shit, you know, chaos to break out, like running into a fucking theater yeah. and yelling fire and shit, you know? Well, yeah, right. nobody's nobody's being threatened by this, and it's not like they were scantily clad enough to cause issues with the coffee that they were making. Like, oh, but they yeah, could but, make wait, coffee wait. completely naked, and I find it very to be very unlikely that they were going to cause any kind of an issue with the quality of coffee being made. However, I mean, I can I've made coffee naked so us. many times, and there's never I mean, been a problem with my coffee. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to, don't have to worry about but, getting a cube in your coffee. So, but there is a threat. <laughs> you, you misunderstand. There is a threat to the soccer moms. Uh, because their husbands are coming in and seeing what they wish they could have. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're all eyeballing the bikini baristas in the morning and then they have to come home to you, Karen. These are the kind of women. These are the kind of women who, when their husband cheats, oh, they go after the mistress instead of going after their husband. Yeah. I, I mean, fucking yeah, Karen. You're, bl you're blaming the wrong fucking person. It's your fault for staying with this creep, and it's his right. fault for straying. I mean, Jesus, don't, it's not anybody if, else's fault. If you don't like it, don't use the restaurant, right? Yeah. Market, yeah. market, market forces. You can stand out there and protest. That is a protected First Amendment, right? Yeah, you can stand out there. Saturn's protected. <laughs> protected, anarcho-protected. Right. Anarchy quotes. Yeah. So. But I mean, you can go out there and protest. That's fine. That's that's, you know, covered under the First Amendment. Yeah, but, yeah. take well, your stupid church for. group out there. You know, people are entitled to their views. It's just like you know, it's a free market of ideas, essentially. But the first person who brings force into it, they're the wrong party. Well, yeah, well, yeah and, I, well, you know, that's the... and no, no, that, no, that. But they literally, they literally changed the law to affect this company, to affect right. this. This industry, like they, they, they changed the law to expand on their legal definition of lewd, yeah, in order to go after this company. Like, yep, that's, and that's gonna have fuck. that's gonna have like, yeah, waves of repercussions, like ripples, 
throughout the rest of society. Well, yeah, and where's my question is where are the where are the anti-Sharia law coming to America, people? Because we're talking hmm. about a dress code on women demanding that women cover up more. If you're yeah. so worried about the Sharia law stuff, because you know it's the same kind of hyper conservatives who are all upset about it, who are the ones who pushed for this. Well, if right. you're so worried about that crap, then why aren't you worried about the fact that they're already making laws willingly to force people to cover up, to force women to cover up more? Because they and, agree and, with that one. They and not only that, that, because I, I would argue that objective well, Christian morals. I would argue that, like, um, if people would object to that kind of thing, it's more of a cultural issue that needs to be solved. If, yeah. if you know that, if they, if they feel that strongly about it, it's not something that can be dealt with with laws. It's like abortion. You know Let what me I mean, say, that's become societally acceptable to like murder yeah. your fucking baby. So, you know what I mean? It's like that's a cultural issue that needs to be dealt with in terms of like raising people to think differently. If you feel that here, if you feel that strongly about something anyone else is doing that isn't hurting someone, if you get that fucking wound up about nonviolent behaviors, your problem is inside you. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not, it's not the law. It's not society. It's not the people you're upset with. Your problem is inside of you. There's something wrong inside your fucking head. Well, That's remember, what you need to deal with. Remember what Stephen Fry so wonderfully said. He's one of my favorite comedians. I freaking love Stephen Fry, but remember what he said about, what about the, being offended. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. it's become yeah. quite fashionable now for people to say, Oh, I'm quite offended by that. Well, so fucking what? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I like, well, find, like that. Find anything to get mad about. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a fuck if you're offended? What is that supposed to mean to me? Is yeah, that supposed, supposed to, to like, change anything? Is that supposed it's to like add some layer of responsibility to me for your fucking feelings? You fuck know, I, I fuck your feelings. Gosh, did you yeah. hear that? There, that that Mrs. Johnson down the street, she saw the bikini barista. She was offended, and the next day, leprosy. Like, <laughs> but that's that's a problem with nowadays society though is because we're not taught how to deal with stresses and things like that properly this is something i've been learning about for the last six years extensively with my psychologist mm -hmm. on what is like understanding that somebody else like, is not responsible resolution? for your feelings you are yeah, the right. only one responsible for your feelings and you yeah. have to take responsibility for that. But mm -hmm. that's something yep. that's not taught. We're not <clears throat> taught that anymore. Well, we're we're are... also not taught to deal with, with like with issues like rationally, like, you know what I mean? It's always, everybody has to like jump to fucking like the most extreme fucking, you know, thing. It's not like people can just like hash it out with like rational discussion. Oh, no, um, Polly Gordon's in the house. How you doing, Polly? Hey, what's hey, up, Paul? Polly. Um, and, um, um, quote, if someone succeeds in provoking you, realize in your mind, or uh, if someone succeeds in provoking you, realize that your mind is complicit in the provocation. Yep. Yeah, because you allowed them to control you, essentially. More motherfuckers need to read stoicism. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. It, 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 it kind of boils down to, uh, you know, discipline and self-control as well, you know what I mean, in terms of, like, allowing other people to manipulate you through your emotions. You know, I'm reading the Enchiridion right now. Everybody should pick up a copy mm -hmm. of the Meridian. Um, Buy it online. What do you or how, how do you say his name? A, a, a philosopher? Yeah. Or something like that. 
well, it's epic. Yeah, it's a pl- like like Ecclesiastes or yeah, something like that. Um, it Epi- starts with Epi- epic. Epictetus. Yeah, or something some like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was a famous like Stoic philosopher in ancient Rome. Nice. And yeah, that um, that was actually the the guy that just said what I read. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. So the Enchiridion, one of his students, he didn't record any of his own stuff, but his students recorded a lot of what he said, and. So the Enchiridion is kind of like a compilation of some of his best, like, short pieces yep. of advice on Stoic philosophy. Nice. So it's yeah. good. And, and the That's word right Enchiridion just means manual. Mm-hmm. The manual. Well, and there's, I mean, called. like, can you imagine though. what a better world we would live in if, like, Aurelius was somebody that everybody read in, like, mm-hmm. high school, if that was, like, required reading. Aristotle, or, or like taught taught Latin, or like you know any other shit that they used to teach people. Yeah, like yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Aristotle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like just the Stoic philosophers in general. Like, imagine mm-hmm. if that's that's something that people read regularly and understood. How much better a world we'd probably live in, because then yep. everyone oh, would totally. understand. You are only responsible for what you understand. You're only responsible for how you feel. Mm-hmm. No one else is responsible for that. You are right. Adjust your own fucking expectations if you want to be happy in this life. Right. And expectation is where is where it comes down to happiness or misery. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't capable of self reflection. (coughs) Either that or they're just scared of it. So it's like they Or they just it's never never occurred to them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And they've never never assessed like what's going on internally, like, you know, and how they can like refine themselves to adjust to things or whatever, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Self reflection is one of those things. Like if you even like mention to somebody that may well you know well maybe that's just your hang up and that isn't my problem you say yeah. that to anybody and watch their heads explode nowadays oh yeah oh yeah because, holy crap how dare you not be concerned with how i feel about what you're saying yeah mm. that's yeah, exactly uh, but i think that also ties into the lack of communication nowadays that we mm-hmm. don't get taught that either and i think they go hand in hand you can't have one without the other because if you can't communicate with right. somebody else, you certainly can't communicate with yourself. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and knowing yourself yeah. is like, you know, a big part of the fucking deal. It's like you can't just go through life like just, I don't know. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many NPCs in this world, though. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I really, my favorite, my favorite NPC meme is the one where the NPC says something, the guy replies, and then it just stares and then gets angry. Yep. Yeah. Like I love that <laughs> yeah. one because it applies to so many fucking conversations. Yes, it all does. Oh yeah, totally. Time. I don't understand. It's so like simplistic, but it's like perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's just orange man yeah. bad. It's <laughs> elegant in its simplicity. It is. Yeah. 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 Oh, so, and by right. the way, speaking of Aurelius, the meditations from Marcus Aurelius I've discovered are completely available for free online. All of the books. Nice. So, anyways, nice. Well, all right. Uh, the Ninth Circuit sort of Court of Appeals. They also, um, our buddy Joe Robertson. You guys remember we talked about him before? He's the guy in Montana that uh, uh, dug the two ponds on his own property. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was. Uh, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the water that he quote unquote diverted, the, the the EPA called it a navigable water. Yeah, the navigable water. waterway that was like two inches deep. Like two inches deep. Yeah, it, was like, it was like two or three, two or three hoses worth or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court. 
Uh, and then the Supreme Court uh, said, no, we're not upholding this. And they kicked it back to the Ninth Supreme to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. And the Ninth yep. Circuit Court uh, vacated the late Montana's Clean Water Act conviction. Uh, After he died, posthumously. Yeah, posthumously, yes. Thank you for saying the word for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Postpartum. I, I it, was, it was postpartum in the pre-show. Postpartum. Joe, allegedly violating the Clean Water Act, the Ninth Circuit vacated Joe's criminal conviction after Supreme Court order in April of this year was granted, vacated, and remanded Mr. Robinson's case. Uh, in 2015, the federal government in, uh, indicted Joe then in his mid-70s, for two counts of violating the Clean Water Act. At the time, Joe lived deep in Montana woods at the edge of the National Forest. As with many other, as with many rural areas in the West, Joe's home had become increasingly prone to destructive, life-threatening wildfires. He and his now widow, Claire, ran a firefighting support truck business. They helped fight wildfires. They needed the water. In 2013-2014, Joe dug some small ponds in and around the small, unnamed channel near his home to allow multiple water trucks uh, to get in and fill up. The pond slowly filled up, and then the water flowed out of the bottom of one and rejoined the channel. The channel is, a, the channel is small, carrying only two to three garden hoses of flow. It flows downhill a half mile until it meets a creek which flows a couple of miles uh, to the Boulder River. From there, the Boulder River runs 40 miles until it meets the Jefferson River, which is the river Lewis and Clark ascended in 1805 in their search for navigable water route to the Pacific. Despite being 40 miles away from any river that can actually carry a boat, the federal government claimed Joe was guilty of discharging a pollutant into a, quote, navigable water. Pollutant? Just dirt. <sighs> They're talking about dirt. Just dirt, yeah. Just dirt, yeah. Uh, Joe's first <coughs> and it uh, ended in a hung jury. The government decided to retry Joe, and unfortunately, his second trial trial ended in a conviction. The court ordered Joe to pay $130,000 of restitution. Joe's punishment resulted from his alleged violation of the vague law that many lawyers and judges struggled to understand. So, yeah, um, he did his 18 months and then uh, appealed the the, the conviction. Uh, Joe died in... Late February or early March, we, we, we covered it. I don't remember. But um, and then in April, um, the Supreme Court took up the case and kicked it back to the ninth. And then the ninth this past week uh, vacated the conviction, which means that his family gets to keep his land. Yeah, except yeah. because the conviction was vacated, it's important to note that all of the money that they already paid towards that fine, they don't get back. They don't get back, no. That's ridiculous. They it's should them. absolutely get that back. Yeah, it's the government's new way of they stealing should, money. They yeah. should get that back, and, and then, then the so. government should have to pay some fucking restitution. Yeah. Which I would agree. mean that the, the taxpayers would pay restitution. Attorney's so. fees, the 18 <laughs> months in prison. I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. I it's, mean, it's it, like you can't fucking win, unfortunately. You yeah. can't. No. no. And thank goodness for the Pacific Legal Foundation. I don't know if you guys follow what they do, but all that they do is things like this. Like water like, rights stuff? Not, not water rights, property rights stuff. Um, oh, okay. Uh, it's it's, a, it's cool. a non-profit, and they are absolutely fantastic. Nice. <sighs> they are. I'm a big fan. 
Yeah. It's a nonprofit legal organization that defends the individual liberty and constitutional rights of Americans threatened by government overreach and abuse. Hmm. That's uh, according to the website. So. I bet they're fucking busy. <laughs> oh, they're busy out here. I bet they stay busy. Yeah. <laughs> Copyrights, free speech, and association, economic liberty, uh, equality under the law, and separation of powers. Nice. Yeah, and that is uh, pacificlegal.org. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we should call them about our issue. Oh, I'm. They, they probably actually enjoy that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, uh, police agree to pay a woman $750,000 after raiding her house and killing her dog over an unpaid gas bill. <clears throat> yeah. Why are the cops like, raiding a house because of an unpaid bill? Because it's an excuse to use all those very super special toys because, they got from the military. Because, because, and and they, they actually say that because... Um, Having the having the gas and electric shut off at her house, uh, which is a violation of the county's housing code. It's a code, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So St. Hey, Louis so has agreed to. Yeah, St. Louis has agreed to pay seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to settle a lawsuit filed by a woman whose dog was killed by police during a no-knock SWAT raid. SWAT gas bill. They did like a high-risk fucking gas warrant bill? style raid. For this an unpaid fucking, fucking gas bill yeah, on an old woman. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, it, it gets even better. According to the lawsuit filed by Angela Zorick, wow. member of the St. Louis County Police Department's Tactical Response Unit, executed a search warrant on Zorick's home in April 2014 following an anonymous tip that Zorick had had gas and electric services shut off to her house, the later of which is a violation of the county's housing code. During Jeez. the raid, police arrested Zorik and shot and killed Zorik's dog, a four-year-old pit bull named Kaya. Police wow. argue that Kaya charged them after they entered the home, giving them no choice but to shoot it. Zorik's complaint says that Kaya made no threatening movements, and the officers shot her immediately upon entering the home. Maybe they should have done a no-knock raid over a fucking gas field. Yeah, maybe they should. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, is like they had they executed a search warrant. A search for what? A no-knock raid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Again, like, like, is, what were they like, executing a search raid, warrant for? A raid implies that there's something to be seized. Yeah. What? Like what? What are you gonna seize? The electric got cut off. That's the complaint. Are you gonna seize their yeah. fucking? Okay. Electrical wires for not using them. What they're the fuck is wrong? They're going to confiscate all of her light bulbs. Yeah, it's, it's what the hell. It, it, gets, it gets even better. Uh, police argue that uh, Kia charged him Zurich's complaint. Can't even throw. Okay, um, Zurich's lawsuit says that her infant grandson was in the house at the time of the raid. It also claimed that an officer held a gun to her adult son Isaiah's head, threatening to quote put three in him if he spoke. Jesus. Following the arrest, Zorik's home, already under foreclosure, was condemned and the family was forced to move. Good God. Uh, Mr. Zorik had really lived this case for five years, said Jerry Dobson, one of the attorneys. Uh, quote, I think she was terribly traumatized by what had happened when the SWAT team came in and shot and killed her dog and pointed semi-automatic weapons at her children. You think? Yeah, I mean, uh, in, the day, in the days leading up to the April 2014 raid, police 
Acting on a tip that the gas and electrical service had been shut off, inspected the outside of Zorik's home, making, uh, marking it as a, quote, problem property. Zorik later called the county police to try and settle, quote, the problem property designation. According to the lawsuit, Zorik had a testy exchange with one Robert Rink, an officer assigned to the county's problem properties unit, during which she agreed to have code inspectors come look at the inside of her home. However, Zurich said she needed to speak with her husband first so that she could arrange a time when he could be there for the inspection as well. Um, the so, next day, Rick requested a search warrant for her home. Within a few hours, police were kicking down Zurich's door. This is like like actual like state swatting. Like The anonymous tip was probably whoever it was that she pissed off because she didn't respect his authority. And <laughs> or it was the it was probably the grandkids' mother <clears throat> trying to get them in trouble so she can get custody. Yeah, now, claims that the SWAT raid on the home was completely unnecessary, given that the officer had felt safe inspecting the outside of the home just a few days ago, and that she had voluntarily agreed to open the door to county inspectors and negating the need for anyone to kick it down. Zurich's lawsuit also argues that the minor nature of the violations she was accused of should have forestalled the SWAT raid. Yeah, and the idea again, this is we're talking about a like high risk felony warrant type mm -hmm. raid. This is the kind of thing that they do on people who are suspected like drug dealers. of being yeah, and drug kingpins and and weapon smugglers and things. That's meth. what they did to this lady because well, you don't have electricity. I, what? Yeah, what? this is just it's so fucking baffling how they how like how many people were involved in this that all thought it was a good idea? How? How is there not at least one person going, you guys, isn't this a little fucking excessive? <laughs> yeah, Holy right? shit. Well, yeah, and the so. fact is is that it, they just decided to raid her house because they didn't want to wait for her husband to set up a time where everybody involved could be there. Yeah, yet again, it's a respect my authority. That's what it is. It's because she was like, no, I'm not going to just acquiesce to your every demand. Immediately then they go to extreme violence and murdering yeah. her dog. Yeah. And threatening to murder her son. Yeah. I mean, and you want to sit there and tell me that the, the militarized cops aren't a problem? Like oh. There are people who still think that the militarized cops aren't a problem. They held Can we argue that they are the biggest problem we face in modern America? Yeah, they, they held her son at gunpoint and threatened to execute him for In front speaking. of his infant child. Yeah, for speaking because her gas and electric bill weren't paid. Show me a justification Jesus. for that. Show and me then, that's reasonable. And then, oh, God, honey, dare you be poor. and then condemned the home. Yeah. Oh, God, honey, we're about five days late on our bill. Do we need to make sure that we have guns? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we need to booby trap everything. <laughs> I mean, this is some big brother shit. This is serious. Uh, big brothers. Like, this is. This. I don't think I've ever read anything. It's in like a dystopian scary, novel that wasn't almost just like this. I mean, like this is like from a dystopian fucking novel. 
Well, like it we're really talking about the show with Fahrenheit 451. That's that's what this is out of is Fahrenheit 451. Well, the firefighters, what what they called them, Fahrenheit 451, were much more civil than these assholes. Well, yeah, it's true. They were even more civil. Although they did yeah. burn that person to death with a flamethrower. So right, that's, that's true. But... <laughs> at least yeah. they didn't kill anybody's dog. <laughs> they at least left the dogs alone. God. Yeah. Right. Hey, and let's be honest. If this police department had flamethrowers, it probably would have been the same. Oh yeah. You can bet your fucking ass they would have. Yeah. Well, they called <sighs> no firemen. They weren't called firefighters. They were called firemen. Yeah, firemen. Yeah. Because yeah. they started fires instead of putting putting them out. Them out. Yeah. What well, Ray Bradbury had this one quote that he said: uh, "You don't have to burn books to destroy a culture. All you have to do is just get people to stop reading." Yep. Yep. It's fucking true. It is. Well, it's like it's like what Andrew was saying earlier. If like people read fucking Aurelius and like other shit, like you know what I mean, it'd be a totally different culture. If people, people read, read my book. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Irwin and I were talking all, about that. We'd yeah. be in better shape. If if well, people, people read, read Eric's book. Yeah. yeah, that's what Nick and I were talking about on the Dank Pod stash earlier. <laughs> no, but seriously, like people should read your fucking book. Well, yeah. I mean, I think so. That's why I wrote it. So. And not and not just because, like, you know, you're trying to promote yourself, but, like, legit. Like, if they want to think critically, like, it's, it would fucking help. It's, time. And honestly, it, it's, like, the most condensed I could make it. Like, yeah. it's the most simplified. It's like me- meat and potatoes version. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Cliff's Notes. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> of, of logical and critical thinking. Doesn't get much it's easier. Like once you get down that rabbit hole, you can extrapolate on it all you want. Yeah, yeah. So <coughs> that's why I wrote it, though. But I mean, I wanted the, my the, kids to know. The reason nobody questioned it, though, is again back to the whole police fighting for getting you know the right to hire people. They were low IQs. An earlier article yeah. says that twelve forty one p.m. Zorik was home with several family members in her pit bull Kia uh, when the St. Louis County Tactical Response Unit burst through the front door without knocking. Uh, the unit had at least five officers with M4 rifles supported by at least eight uniformed officers. And you know what? For every one person who ends up in the news having stood up in any small way to these off- fucking tyrants, there are hundreds more who just let themselves get bullied uh, every day. Uh, the officers entered so quickly Zorix through the ledges that Kia didn't even have time to bark. A tactical officer fired three shots into the dog and the dog's, quote, bladder and bowels were released and she fell to the floor. The dog was laying on the floor in her own waist and blood struggling to breathe. She had a gaping hole in her chest. Wow. Fuck that. I'd want to kill somebody. I would yeah. if that happened to one of my dogs. Zorik uh, was taken yeah. into custody and given a bunch of citations from the county's housing inspector over the condition of her home. Uh, she says she when she oh, got home, the... beds overturned, closet search, and stuff uh, stuff from shelves thrown on the floor. The county condemned the home. So they wow. went, they busted in and they fucking they messed Killed it her. up and then they condemned yeah. it because of how mm-hmm. badly they messed it up. Yep, exactly. Ridiculous, dude. Jesus Christ. They should all, all right. be fucking rotting in jail. Yeah. Or worse. Yeah, that's, they should be dangling at the end of ropes. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. just gonna say, just rotting sounds like a good plan. They, I mean, tell me that isn't some fucking Gestapo Nazi shit. Oh, it totally is. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they were that brutal. <laughs> like, this is, I mean, this is like mafia shit. Like you come yeah. in, 
and you mess them up because they didn't pay their fucking protection fees. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, that's basically what this is, is, oh, it's a lovely home you have here. It'd be terrible if somebody were to destroy it and kill your dog. <laughs> yeah. That's, be, that's what's called. This, this is, this is about the electric and the gas mafia. Fuck it up. Electric and the gas mafia. Mm-hmm. She didn't pay her protection money to get the gas, so they're yep. sending the cops yep. to, to, to take her out. That, that's what and these does. utility companies, they're so far in bed with government that it's not even funny. Like, she, we're oh putting my. a solar array on our... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was uh, going to say, PG and E. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're putting a solar array on our property, but our electric company somehow has the right to fine us if we get a system over a certain size. They have a right. Uh, somehow, our electric company, private electric what? company, gets to fine us if our system produces too much electricity. What? Wow. Yeah. That's absurd. There are other while there are other electrical grids that will pay you money if you build enough solar that you can put electricity back into the grid. They will actually pay you. You know well what Dominion does is is they give you credits for every kilowatt hour you put back on the grid. But there is a cap to how large your system can be. It's not a cap on how much, you know, how much credit you can, you can build with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a cap to, like, how much, what size of system you can have. Looks and like size you got of, a little bit too much of that independence going on. Yeah, here. exactly. Trim that back. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we can't have people not being dependent on them. That's what we have. We have here. We have a PG&E Pacific Gas and Electric. Um, literally, literally, the board of PG&E literally has government officials on it all right it is it is it is a publicly traded company but it literally has members of the government on the board i, I think it. uh the, the campfire the Rothschilds are the Rothschilds are on that board mm-hmm. of uh, directors uh, too uh, probably the the campfire um which started um we talked about it back in like early november of last year the campfire ran through paradise california northern yep. california right and ended up killing like 86 people right Governor Newsom called them too big to fail and said yep. that, that the state would have to bail them out if there is a lawsuit large a enough to action. actually bankrupt pg Yeah. And if you actually had a free market with, like, market forces where it, like, you know, applied, the, the company like that would not fucking if we had a true, If we had a truly free market, literally everybody would be on solar. I absolutely yeah. believe And, you know... Housing codes all across the nation require houses to be connected to the electrical grid by law. By law, by law, new homes here being built have to have solar panels, but they also have to be connected. I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I've mentioned it before, I know on the show, where here there was an Amish family that built a house. Mm-hmm. That you know they're Amish, which means they don't use electricity. They're not allowed by their religion to even have it or running water, and in their house. And they built the house without any electrical or plumbing in it. And the county came along and condemned the building immediately because it wasn't connected to the electrical grid. And when they said, "Well, we have a religious exemption." because we don't believe in having it, like it's a religious exemption, They're, the county said, oh, well, yeah, you don't have to turn it on, but it has to be connected to meet code. 
There's a, a story a story like that out of Florida a couple of years ago, uh, where the the county actually fined the lady like fifty thousand dollars and threatened to actually condemn her home uh, mm-hmm. and to, and to take her property if she didn't connect to the to the sewer system. Yeah, I remember talking about that. Like how ridiculous. I mean, everybody talked about the ACA like it was the first time the government had ever required people to buy something, but it's not. It's not even close. Nope. Yeah, car insurance, um, homeowner. Yeah. You, you'll have homeowners insurance. You have electricity, running water, gas. There's a million things that you're required to buy. Uh, unemployment tax, uh, disability tax, uh, social security, right. um, mm-hmm. yeah, Medicare, homeowners insurance. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's not a perfect segue. It's another good segue. Uh, Cliven Bundy. Uh, Oregon rancher at Center of Armed Occupation um, said su- um, failed supporters in flagging states' rights movement. Okay, so the article gives him a little bit of – it, it kind of goes after him a little bit, but like he makes a really, really good point in this article. I'm just going to read the article. Um, it says, uh, there wasn't a big crowd for Cliven Bundy to rally to his cause Saturday in Nippoli uh, where he – uh, eliminated what he described as softening uh, as a softening states' right movement in the American West. "Quote: What what's wrong is we forgot the Constitution again." He just told more than a dozen members of the conservative Independent American Party, uh, which held its annual conviction uh, annual convention at Yob uh, High School. Bundy said, "Even the most stringent criti- critics of federal land management have become complacent in what he called government overreach." To butchers his point, he asked the crowd how they felt about President Donald Trump's pardon last year of ranchers Dwight and Stephen Hammond. In 2016, Bundy's son Ammon and dozens of others occupied the Maurer Wildlife Refuge Center near Hammond, uh, near the Hammond Ranch in southeastern Oregon to protest the Hammond's five-year prison sentence for setting fires on public lands. Okay, what had happened is there was a wildfire. The Hammond set a backfire, and it actually crossed the fence and burnt like an acre, like one acre of, of, of technical public land. Right. And they call uh, the, the state hit them up for uh, terrorism, ch- terrorism oh, charges. Right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, during the armed occupation, which lasted for more than a month, Ammon Bundy was arrested. Then rancher uh, Robert Lavoy Fenecum was shot to death by Oregon State Police. Uh, quote, were you happy when the Hammonds were pardoned and released from jail? How many of you were happy about that? Climbing Bundy asked the convention audience on Saturday. Hands shot up. Now, uh, quote, now we want to know how many was happy that the Bureau of Land Management granted the Hammonds their grazing permit. He asked, referring to Trump's administration's renewal of this year, uh, renewal this year of the Hammonds grazing permits, which was previously rejected because Sorry of the criminal, criminal history. Got kicked Sorry. off somehow. Yeah, you had silence. So I'll back up. Um, what we're talking about is uh, climbing bunnies at a um, uh, was that like a little rally, um, and he was asking about how how people were happy, um, or that the Hammonds ha- were pardoned by Trump. The Hammonds were the, the ranchers in Oregon that sparked yeah, yeah. the wildlife refuge uh, yeah. occupation, and a bunch of hands shot up. And then he says, "Quote: Now I want to know how many uh, how many was happy that the Bureau of Land Management granted the Hammonds their grazing permit." 
He asked, referring to Trump's administration, to renewal this year of the Hammond's grazing permits, which previously were rejected because of the Hammond's criminal history. The group raised their hands again. Yeah, of course, one man shouted. Bundy admonished the cheerful members of the crowd. Quote, the Bundys, the Bundys thought that this was the worst thing, the, the terrible thing that could have happened for the Hammonds, he told the confused audience. By accepting the grazing permits, Bundy said that the Hammonds concluded that the federal land managers had the right to limit grazing in the first place. Hammond said he wished he had done as he has and refused to pay gra grazing permits altogether, a tactic that led to the armed standoff near the Bunkerville, Nevada ranch when BLM officer tried to seize his cattle in 2014. He spent 23 months in jail before a federal judge throughout the case last year. So, yeah. quote, here the Hammonds have spent most of their life fighting the government. Trump pardons them and brings them home. Hammonds had their property back. They had all their rights. Everything was given to them. And what they do? They go down and sign a contract with the BLM. Who controls their rights now? The federal government controls them. That's why Trump did it, to take the wind out of their fucking sails. Yeah, yeah. After the Hammonds gave uh, uh, legitimacy to the federal government, uh, to the federal land control by accepting the grazing permits, Bundy said they lost their grazing access again. This week, a federal judge blocked the Hammonds grazing permit while a lawsuit by an environmental group is pending. Quote, why was Lavoie killed? Why did my son why did my son spend seven hundred days in jail? Why have we suffered all these years if we don't have sense enough when we've gotten a clean slate clean slate to talk about property rights? You guys are just happy that the Hammonds got their grazing permits yep. right back. Now what? They're under contract with the federal government. The environmental people are suing the BLM for allowing the Hammonds to graze. And then everyone is praising Trump because the government gave them their license back. Isn't that a hell of a deal? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. So, yeah, the like pretty much Trump's, Trump's like presidency yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. like to kind of well, pa pacify the fucking right. Well, the Bundys well, yeah. see that they took two steps forward, and then the Hammonds took one back for them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So they're. I mean, I'd be ticked if I were them too. Well, yeah, yeah. and that's sure. that's what I've been saying about Trump for a while too. Is that he's like the greatest psyop against the right imaginable? He's a, he's a, he's a oh, teaser. Yeah. He's an absolute yeah. teaser. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. think we about talked it, about that Hillary. when uh, Jason, Jason, and I were on with uh, what's his name, uh, Shane. We did the oh. one show. Yeah, well, Shane, Shane rather, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. think about it. If, if Hillary gets elected in 2016, the right was already chomping at the bit at that point after eight years of Obama to go to war. Right. Oh yeah, totally. And if Hillary gets elected, that's exactly what happens: is the right goes yeah. to war. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But and they so they put in a fucking rhino. Right. You know, but then you get Trump. give them who was a New York Democrat his whole life. To... <laughs> yeah. A yep. New York Democrat who says just enough of the right things without actually saying really anything of any substance at all, without ever living up to any of the promises he makes. But because oh haha, ha, he offends the Dems then he, he now placates all of these people who are just chomping at the bit a couple of years yeah. ago to go to war. He yeah. makes sure all these that people all who were, they were all just wishing a motherfucker would, you know, every single one of them, they were just ready to throw down the, uh, the group that I used to run with um, since Trump got exactly. in office, uh, the, like the, when, when Trump got into office, um, they went from training three times a month to train once a month, and now they haven't trained in six months. Jesus. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, because, well, tr- as long as Trump's in office, then I'm not, you know, wh- I'm fine. I can deal with whatever the federal government does because it's Trump that's doing it. I mean, yeah, look right. at the way they praised they praised the the bump stock ban, the exact same thing that they freaked out about not even four years prior when Obama tried it. They celebrated yeah. when Trump did the same thing. And yeah. all of a sudden it was okay. And they went, oh, well, I don't use those anyway. They were stupid anyway. That's no, not the now, fucking now you got, point. Now you, got yeah. boomer, now you got boomers talking about how. Yeah, if you give them anything, dude, like, opinion. you know what I mean? It's That's the whole point. This is one of my absolute favorite memes that I've ever made. <laughs> Just a couple of snowflakes. We don't care what the government does as long as our party is in charge. And that's literally, that's absolutely the way it is. Yeah. 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 As long as the boot on my neck is the one that I chose. Yeah. I don't care. Red, yeah. yeah I, I prefer a red boot. I prefer a blue boot. You know. And then they don't realize, like, the power that they give to their guy is going to end up in the hands of their fucking opposition eventually. Oh, that's my biggest beef with partisan politics, really. Mm. Like, how do people not fucking see that? Oh, I yeah. mean, government doesn't surrender power. Any power you give it when your guy's in office... That power yeah, no. still exists when someone I, you hate is in that I office. See that, I see that all the fucking time when we're talking about the... Um, the book doesn't get erased. The, the, the executive orders. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. The executive Well, Obama did blah, blah, blah. That doesn't fucking make it right. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's and the principle. Think about, think about that, too. That like That's biting the left in the ass now. Damn, because people don't give a fuck about principles the, anymore, obviously. Yeah, the, the left no, celebrated well, whenever, whenever Obama... <laughs> Well, whenever Obama made any rule by fiat, it was okay. And the left was like, well, shut up. We're in power now. Ha ha. Well, then, and and even at the time, those of us who are anarchists were going, but he's he's setting a precedent that's going to get yeah. you against yeah. you. It's exactly it's there now. And they're like, oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, we're in power now. Yeah, it was the same thing. Because remember, Bush is the one who set up most of that executive action for Obama to do. He right. set up. Obama started really doing it, and now Trump's using it, and now the, both the left and right are doing the, are showing that their true colors are equally tyrannical, as long as it's yeah. their guy that's being the tyrant. And and back going going back to the <coughs> the bump stock thing, like Obama Obama wanted bump stocks gone, and the ATF they looked at it twice. They're like, okay, well it, it doesn't make it an automatic weapon. What's Trump do? Trump uses an executive order. To tell yeah. ATF to ban bump stocks. Yep. Well, not only that, but for the first time in weapons history in the United States, he didn't just grandfather in all the ones that were already there. He demanded confiscation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's not. So let's we'll do not, process later. Yeah. Let Let's not forget that there was a Republican-controlled House, uh, Senate, and a Republican president for two years. Mm-hmm. And not yep. once was the concealed carry reciprocity bill uh, put up for a vote at all, at any level. The reciprocity. He's, he's yeah. sold out yeah. America to Israel like more than any other fucking president I can think of. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Yeah. Like he in, increasing like uh, you know foreign aid to them by like billions. Yeah. It, it's insane. Well, yeah, and all then, this... Like military, like um, you know, cooperation and everything else. Yeah, all this talk about us. let's worry about America first. While I go ahead and dump billions of dollars into a foreign power, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's one. Of, that's one of my big, biggest beefs. Is like they have free health care and free college and shit. Not that I want that for people, but they have that on our dime. 
And we're, yeah, we're funding it there. Yeah. 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 And I got to, I mean, even, oh, if you, okay. even if you believe in nationalism, the feds in it, federal should government really exist if it can't exist under its own fucking the federal government. That's what I mean. The federal government just committed $500 million for job development in Southern Mexico. America first. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that is rich. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to sink money into it? All you have to do is end the fucking war on drugs and watch Mexico turn into the world's largest pharmacy. Oh, yeah. Uh, back in March, the Mexican government actually asked the United States government to consider decriminalizing drugs because that's essentially what it would do. It, it would change everything. Yeah. And the U.S. government was like, no. No, <sighs> The U.S. government needs drugs to be illegal. One, because they need the Jabberwocky, and that's what drugs are. They, that's that you can thank Ronald fucking Reagan largely for making that the really big Jabberwocky that it is. And, well, Nixon started that. Yeah, but I mean yeah. Reagan, Reagan and Nancy Reagan Reagan, put it on steroids. Yeah, they yeah, right. they're the ones who just turned that to fucking eleven and made absolutely mm. certain that it was going to be this big scary monster for everybody. What was right. the Spinal Tap reference, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, oh, but then now Trump is trying to buy public opinion. Did you see where he said that, you know, if somebody put up a proposal to decriminalize marijuana federally, he would take a, he would be in favor of, of supporting Oh, I wouldn't be surprised like if that. he fucking if he did like help legalize it fucking federally just to like win the next election because that would like yeah, and that, he would. That would he totally millennials would. would like fucking totally jump on board for that shit. Oh, I fully yeah. anticipate again because I think that Trump is a psyop, and again, presidents are selected, not elected. Mm. I fully believe Trump is going to win the next election because if he doesn't, we're going to be right back in the same boat that we were in in 2016. Yeah. Right. Yep. So they have to keep him in office for all eight years and, and oil a frog without a lid on the pot. Yep. Yeah, and I, I always... Yeah, because otherwise the right's going to lose be... their shit if like, they get a socialist in there. Yeah, and I, I always thought that he would be the one who would legalize marijuana not that he's not ever a socialist, since he got elected. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I knew that, that, that the marijuana legalization thing was going to be the currency that he purchased the left with. Oh, I'm sure. So... Yep. Yeah, that would oh, yeah. be really nice. Well, I mean, he was—he wasn't against the LGBT community either, because like that was like kind of his like shooing with the left as well. You know what I mean? Some people like you know turned their back on voting Democrat because of that, because he wasn't like you know totally right. like anti-gay and shit. So right. well, yeah. Whereas Hillary actually kind of was. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. So it. Even though I think it, she's a lesbian, but which is well, ironic that she'd have to be human. In that that's case. A, I was just gonna say that's assuming she's human. I was just gonna say, dude. <laughs> they have the tongue for it. <laughs> Lizard. We people. know she's not human. She was laying eggs in her fucking drinking water. You guys. Yeah, oh my that god, shit? dude, that was disgusting. <laughs> it was uh, so gross. Uh, Some well, people suspected that she had kuru, or has it from um, like it's a prion disease from fucking eating uh, brains and engaging in cannibalism. Nasty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, people in Pop Papua New Guinea, like that's where they found like that disease from the people engaging in cannibalism and shit. 
Yeah, doesn't it? It gives you like some weird rash, and it can give you the shakes and all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, really. totally. Yeah, and it like definitely it causes, gives you a rash. It's a neuro, it yeah, it's a neurological causes, disease. Brain degeneration, which is one of the explanations for why she was so mystified by like the balloons and stuff during the election. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It caused that massive brain degeneration, and so her perception was off from it. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Like the people that we're dealing with are like sick beyond human comprehension. I can't wait for this presidential election selection because I want my Trump Biden Sanders debate memes. Yeah. Oh god. It's like, just, the three stooges J Jason's chopping at the bit for that one. Get your we, stooges it, blank it, now. It could not get more absurd. No, no it could really full blown clown world. I want to see I, if we have that debate. I want to see Jerry Springer or Maury Povich be the moderator yes, in the worst oh way, uh, especially uh, Springer. I would love Maury. to see yeah, Maury and Springer. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, because yeah, Maury could be like lie detector, Tim. That's a lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, every time they say something. Well, and Springer loves to start shit. He loves to yeah. be like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, here's a knife. Do something with the knife. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Can you, imagine, can you imagine the three of them on, like, Jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't every that. once in a while, Joe, what is my best friend, Barry? <laughs> uh, what is can we put Kaylin on there, too? Bernie Sanders, what is the money in your wallets? <laughs> what is Show democratic your socialism? Wallet, yeah. What is what is democratic socialism? That, yeah. Barry, I that don't even know. <laughs> has absolutely nothing to do <laughs> Bernie, with, with what we're talking about right now. So I was talking. I mean, I, I no, you need to shut back, up. I always come back to MXC. I want. I want to see them fucking. Yes, uh, dude. I want to see them inside the election. NXT. <laughs> I, I just got this mental picture of them coming Who's back. Who's a guy? Guy Ledouche, who was the fucking yeah. sports commentator. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got this mental image just now of like them coming back from commercial and Joe Biden's like smelling Trump's hair and then like jumps, <laughs> up, right? jumps over to his podium real quick. <laughs> oh, ah, oh, yeah. Ah. And, but I just have this picture of like Bernie Sanders in his fucking suit and his dress shoes, like falling off one of those big foam mushrooms into that muddy water below. I just, I really <laughs> fucking want to see that, like getting hit by the swing arm or whatever, and sent fucking flying into the muddy water. John Bolton will probably be in. John Bolton will probably be in Israel hanging out with Netanyahu, but his mustache will be attending. <laughs> You'll just see it like creep on. Yep. The, the I, I, got, I had a post faces. before, like I get, I got my account erased on Facebook. Like I don't know, it was like a month ago about how it was like when John Bolton dies, his fucking mustache is just gonna scurry away and find another host. Yeah, find a new. Like Trump's toupee. Yeah, yeah Trump's toupee. Trump. John Bolton's mustache. That's the conspiracy, run man. Away That's what aliens are. They're not lizard people. They're hair pieces. Yes. They're all hair aliens. They're like tribbles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like tribbles. <laughs> you know, Trump's toupee and Bolton's mustache are going to run off and have love children together. Yeah. yeah. And then just keep them away from the quanta. That was it, the quanta tritum triticale or whatever that was the, the stuff that the. 
the inter- I'm really show let my geek flag fly here. Uh, <laughs> we're not. I'm, I'm sure Molly would know if I asked her. <laughs> Some extreme Star Trek references here. I'm right. not helping. Oh, no, yeah, she, she's big time. Too. I refuse. It's Tribbles. <laughs> you guys, it's Tribbles. Tribbles are taking over the U.S. government. Yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. their, the aliens are disguised as hair pieces, and that's actually why they're how they're manipulating us is they're just showing up on world leaders. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like an invasion of the body snatchers, but like hair pieces. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> 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 wow. My beard actually sticks controls out me. everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Bernie's hair. So Bernie's hair, Trump's hair, Bolton's mustache. Right. Yamaka's. McCann's tumor. Yeah, McCann's tumor. Ted Cruz's pompadour. That he, you know, this little weird yeah. hair dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. So funny. We so just funny. migrate from host to host. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where like, AOC is. Conspiracy theory on like forums and shit. And uh, you gotta off. wonder where AOC's triple yeah. is because her hair <laughs> looks pretty normal. There's a reason you don't see her photographed in bikinis. It's all You're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a, she's got a muff yeah. like a chick on fucking uh, was a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bats flying out and shit. Oh god. B- busting out the weed whacker. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I have a thing from, uh, from AOC's campaign manager about how uh, the new Green Deal has nothing to do with climate change. Like he admitted, huh. it has nothing. To do with climate change? Of course not. No, of course it, of course it didn't. It's, no, we're it just going to tear down every house and rebuild them. But we're all going to die and, in twelve yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. We'll get it. We'll get it done uh, in twelve done. years. But it was twelve <laughs> years last year too. Come on, guys! Yeah. cereal. Chief of but staff for like the end of the world economy. So. Yeah, yeah. Chief we better staff do what she says, or she might take some pictures of her crying again. Yeah, the the chief of I staff for AOC stated that her signature <laughs> Green New Deal was not really about saving the planet after all. In a report by the Washington Post, I'm not going to try to pronounce this guy's name, revealed that quote, it wasn't originally a climate change thing at all. What we really think of it is a how do you change the entire economy thing. So it's about shit. So it's like exactly like we were calling it when it first got proposed. Yeah. Yeah. Green green on the outside, red on the inside. Yeah. It's like a watermelon. It's just think of it like a watermelon. It's a watermelon. Except less tasty. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm not a fan of watermelon anyways. It promises more than it delivers. You're you're (laughs) off the the island. Hey, I'm just saying, watermelon doesn't. Hey, I do. Sacrilege. Sometimes. Sometimes. I was gonna say you better like pineapple, otherwise you and I are not soulmates. <laughs> I was wrong. Oh no, I love pineapple. Okay. I do too. I'm sure in the mood bomb. for having it on pizza is all. Um watermelon is actually really good for uh what is it, like things like blood circulation and like all kinds yeah. of shit. I was gonna hey. say shooting targets, but did you guys oh, know? People, people like fucking the guy, make, the like guy pizza, from pizzas on fucking watermelon. Like I've seen hey. that shit, and I'm like, I fucking hate you. But <laughs> if you guys love pineapple, you should find some way before you die, put it on your bucket list to try Jamaican pineapple because it's totally different huh. than oh. Hawaiian pineapple. Interesting. Um, probably all the weed. It's <laughs> probably it's 
it's easier to bite through. Like it's a little softer. It's not as stringy. It's a little sweeter. It's white. The flesh is white. Hmm. And racist. And <laughs> it looks like the core of a Hawaiian pineapple. It doesn't look stringy. You know how the core is like the right. firmer with the holes in it. That's uh-huh. what Jamaican pineapple looks like. And it's white, but it's sweet and it's easy to bite and it's delicious. Yeah. Colton says just don't put it on pizza. Yeah, it doesn't belong on pizza though. It's that's Absolutely not the right kind of pineapple not. for pizza. Yeah, it's gotta be that is, pineapple on pizza. That is raw eating pineapple. And I don't know why Jamaica doesn't export the shit out of it. Because they wouldn't be such a shithole if they did. I they promise. have to keep it to themselves because they're like you know, trying to export things, it's really hard to do that much math when you're that stone. I was going to say the munchies, dude. Like, there was, like, something that they had where it was, like, kind of an incentive program where, like, um, they'd give you a joint if you, like... You're breaking up, Dan. Yeah, you're breaking up. No, I said they had this program where they would give people, like, a joint if they fucking went out and cleaned the beach. Yeah, I, I mean, that doesn't surprise me because the garbage... Um, utility in Jamaica was on strike for years. Like the oh, first shit. two times that we went there, and we go every other year. So the first two times we went there, there was just trash piled everywhere. Wow. All along the sides of the roads, all along the beaches, fucking everywhere. The The island was just a huge dump when we were there. Sounds like Antioch. Yeah. So, but I mean, California. Jamaica... So many people live in third world conditions there and they have so much money from tourism and they could export the shit out of their coffee and their pineapple and be a really wealthy nation. And what's the deal but with that? They, it's just the people in fucking power. It's corruption. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of those Caribbean islands are like Haiti, all them banana Republic bullshit. Yeah. They're all, yeah. They're all yep. like corrupt as fuck. Yep. Well, Puerto Rico is crazy corrupt because they got like the most um, aid like ever in history like recently and the the lady that's like the governor of uh Puerto Rico had somebody she's like, a to- uh, she's like a total leftist and like she's been like embezzling money and shit like a whole bunch of people just got arrested for like government corruption down there mm-hmm. yeah not surprising yeah I remember that it was like millions and millions of dollars that she had embezzled mm-hmm. like where yeah. basically all of the aid that went there not well one dime of it actually made it to who it was supposed to help because the government why, did it all. So that's why up, I, l- I prefer the idea of direct action. That's why I like. That that's I'm why I like direct charity. This, this company, Segura Solar. So, like for every home system that we sell, we the company turns around and people from the company physically go to Jamaica, and they they hook up these huts or not Jamaica, Haiti. And they hook up, you know, these huts that have never had electricity and they get them an outlet and a light and people can get some refrigeration, like on a small scale. And they provide the, um, the funding for up to three years of power for a, for a household in, in Haiti for every system that we install here in the U S nice. Yeah. Well, that's right. You got the job. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Thanks. And so they have a they have a team that actually physically goes there and does this. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> I mean, because Haiti is the most impoverished oh, it's, nation it, yeah, in the Western it's bad, Hemisphere. Dude. Yeah, 
Well, Hillary Clinton gave her fucking, like, brother, like, mining rights to some gold mine there. Like, she totally fucking, like, the Clintons stole billions of dollars in aid. Oh, yeah. Like, all oh, kinds yeah. of shit. Because the Clinton Foundation was put in charge of the um the whole aid thing mm-hmm. that, like, went to Haiti after the earthquake. Yeah, and, like, Haitians, and Haitians fucking hate done. them. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you talk to a Haitian, they're like, I fucking hate those people. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much nothing was done in Haiti. No, not at all. all I think, like, a, a soccer just, stadium was there built. Was, there was and... a, a bunch of girls that disappeared. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. yeah that the, too. The chick that was bringing girls from Haiti into Costa Rica that got caught, that was, like, you know, had connections with Hillary, ended up uh, affiliated with the Amber Alert system. Right, like the Christian missionary group or whatever that was a front for this trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like that ties well, into like the, the whole Epstein thing and like that. I would say Epstein's NBA Island or... isn't going to populate itself, people. Yeah. Right. Somebody's got to do it. Well, <laughs> did, did you hear that the, 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 the acoustic guy that. Weapon? I said and, uh, plane rides are really boring, apparently, because Epstein had a lot of travel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Couldn't the, even the, wait seven the hours. The flight logs for that shit is like. Yeah, I mean, the flight logs on those fucking planes are like who's who list. You know what I mean? It's fucking well, kind of crazy. Speaking of the and, Clintons, Bill's on there 26 times. So is Hillary. Yeah. I've heard Trump's on there, too. But, I mean, like, the yeah. whole thing is that the, the Acosta guy that had to uh, resign as the labor secretary or whatever recently, because he was he was involved with the investigation and the uh, prosecution of um, Epstein's case down in Florida mm-hmm. before he became the labor secretary under Trump. And... Um, under pressure, he resigned like just the other day. But they uh, they asked him a question about uh, Epstein being uh, an intelligence asset. Yeah, and he was like, yeah. "I can't." He's like, "I can't comment on that." So I'm thinking he's like Epstein's like Mossad or something, and he was like running a honeypot operation, and like you yeah. know getting all these and, elite, and, elites and to like get blackmail on all these people so they were controllable yeah. for you know and, and subservient for the agenda. And yeah, Acosta's Epstein, like the like the prosecutor that gave partner. Epstein a sweet fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. Epstein well, was that, the whole thing with that with the former Israeli prime minister. Yeah, Ehud yeah. Barak. Yeah, and that was the yeah. guy that he went on BBC the day of nine eleven and said we need a war on terror. Um, yeah. But the uh, the whole Acosta thing. Not trying to like you know say that he was like innocent in the whole deal, but I guess there was like serious like um, pressure put on him. Well, of to, course. You know what I mean? To give to grant him uh, or grant him that like sweetheart deal. That's what they do. Pretty, I mean, yeah, like his, his life was probably threatened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if he's an intelligence asset, they were probably like, we'll fucking kill you if you don't give him like, you know, what we want kind of thing. Well, and, no, they don't do that. They uh, don't, it wasn't it's even, not it wasn't we'll even kill like you. It's we'll kill somebody you love. Yeah. Or, there's yeah. no point in threatening the person because then they get all noble and like yeah. self-sacrificing right. and. Right. Yeah. You don't. Well, do that. I guess, I guess Epstein put up his seventy-seven bill or seventy-seven million dollar mansion in the Upper East Side in one of his planes as a uh, bond to get released from jail, and the judge was like, "No, fuck you." Yes. Yeah. Because because he's still because he's such a billionaire, he's still technically a flight risk. Oh, he he's well, absolutely that, but, a flight risk. He owns it, his own fucking island, for God's sake. But no, yeah. no, but not only he that, just, he's a. He's an Israeli citizen, so it's like if you get if you can get back to Israel, they have no extradition treaties with anybody. Right. Yeah. So you're 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 safe once oh, you yeah, get he there. Oh yeah, he wouldn't go to his island because it's part of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. So well, he's a, technically, it's, a, it's U.S. territory. Yeah. Well, he might he might go to pick up a traveling partner. Yeah. Or three. Or three. 
Yeah. The whole thing is fucking crazy. Well, like, I could open up a whole can of worms that could bring down the entire U.S. government. Bunch yeah, of but sick we're fuck. We're at time now. We're at time. We're like, so, we're past. Yeah, we're past time. So. We're never boring, though, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> True. Well, I'm, but you guys I am are tired. You guys. <laughs> You're not boring either, Jason. Oh. <laughs> Look at your glittering circle of friends. You must be an interesting guy. Right? <laughs> or I'm on a watch list. Thank you, guys. Right. Oh, we're all on watch lists. Let's just be honest. What do you think? Yeah. I think they if create. You're not, you're not doing your job. Just for some of us. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I so fucking hope I have a watch list named after me. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> like that, I, like that. Maybe like they that have like anarchy feather in the cap. Yeah, maybe they have like a specific Seriously. anarchy among friends watch list, and it's oh, like oh, they probably have a file on her. It's like us and like the. <laughs> there was. I hope they watch it. Attack. I hope they watch every fucking minute of it. Maybe they'll learn something. Well, Liberty right. Attack was named <laughs> FBI file, and I did do shows for them, so oh, it's, so. it's possible. So we're nice. likely. Plus, um, intelligence, plus, yeah, Andrew's background, plus Kevin was on, and Kevin's background, and yeah, yeah, plus yeah. fucking Dan. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just pointing out. I used to like flying in a plane, and now I don't know if it's worth uh, trying to spend any money on that because I don't think they're gonna let me on one. <laughs> I sure is so. You should try. You try the watch list is different down. from the no fly list, so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm also on probably a couple no-fly lists. That's... <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure the only reason I'm on a no-fly list is because you're on no-fly lists. You're <laughs> on no-fly lists because you would enjoy the pat-down. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I wouldn't... joke around and say that like, if she hadn't gotten Search any in a while, me, that she'd, go, she'd go on a flight to, so she can get felt up by the TSA. <laughs> you know what? Daddy. Yeah, it, it wouldn't even matter who searched me. I'd yeah. totally yeah. make them uncomfortable. If yeah, you can start doing like the, do. like the orgasm moan from when Harry met Sally. Start doing that while they're yes. Oh, my, yeah. my favorite thing to do when I get the pat down is to just look the, the guy directly in the eyes and go, mm, harder daddy. <laughs> Dude, me and John June went to fucking went to a Trump rally before he uh, got elected as president when he was here in Albany. And um, like we just went to like just observe and um, it was like total spectacle of fucking like almost like brainwashed like mass of like you know um I don't know almost like herd poisoning like like Huxley talked about. But anyway, yeah. um, I was wearing my uh, 1984 Big Brother is watching you shirt, mm-hmm. and it had like you know the the three the three lines you know like uh, what is it freedom is slavery ignorance is strength whatever war is peace. Mm-hmm. So. I'm like going through the TSA checkpoint, making jokes with John about how like he'd never caught a terrorist and shit. That was it was fucking great, dude. <laughs> nice. You can't see bomb in an airplane. I just did. Bomb, 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 bomb. <sighs> La bomba. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's uh, you just gotta moan the whole time. Just moan just slightly <laughs> the whole time. And they will get so uncomfortable and just be like, "All right, please just go away." God. No, we need to uh, get practice making me blush because that way I can moan and then blush as though I'm embarrassed about it. Bite your lower <laughs> lip and make eyes at them. <laughs> <laughs> Overhead luggage contains handcuffs and paddles. 
<laughs> no, you're, not, you're not that stupid. Come on now. Oh, you gotta have at least one like twelve and a half inch long, like fist width dildo <laughs> with a <the> blue line. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. I'm just thinking we need to start walking through those metal detectors with vibrators up inside us and see what oh, they no. want to do about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Can. Oh, anarchy among friends after dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Behind the brown paper wrapper. Mom, I hope you're not watching anymore. <laughs> because that would embarrass you even more. Hi, <laughs> uh, Mom. All right, I gotta go. I gotta get kids to bed, and I didn't sleep well last night. I'm baby. Oh. All right, on that note, this has been episode 67. I yeah. Think. Something like that. So. Don't forget to send us weird sex yeah, laws. We haven't received a single <laughs> fucking sex law, people. Come on now. Come on. Fail, fail, fail. If I'll guys... make a meme and put it up on the on the Facebook page and we can all there share it. I'll start doing research. I'm I'm sure I'll find a bunch of them. I actually think yeah. somewhere running around, I actually have a book. <coughs> so I gotta I gotta see if I can find it. Okay. Yeah. The oh, good Lord God. can't do all the work. Right. <laughs> He helps those who help themselves. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's against the other law. Other people actually. throw you in a cage for the doing that. It's just I am yeah. not allowed back. Where's the done done on that? Yeah. Uh, am I am I slacking in my duties now? You have in this whole show. <laughs> Fail. Thank you. <laughs> on that note. Yes. Yeah. On that note, we'll catch you next time. Peace. 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 Peace.